set. Places, everybody. And action. Hi, guys. You're listening to Black Girl Film Club, a podcast where two women discuss movies. I'm Brittany. And I'm Ashley. And on this week's very special episode, we are taking a look back on 2022. Yep, that's the year in film. Oh, Lord. Um, so a week or so ago, a little bit ago, I don't know time, um, we had a few questions about uh, 2022 in film that we posed to our listeners. And we have some responses, so we'll be reading those responses, and we're really appreciative for those who responded. And Ashley and I will be discussing our year in film as well. So sharing some of our responses to those questions and Mm -hmm. having a conversation about what went down in film in this year. I still think it's like 2018, so like, don't mind me. Girl, it's rough. Mm-hmm. It's it's rough out here. <laughs> uh, it's been a time. And like before we get started though, actually, like what how would you sum up 2022 overall? Like what is the whole vibe for the year and the year in film for you? Oh, it was bad, bruh. <laughs> it was really shit. <laughs> Even the things <laughs> I wanted to watch, I watched it and I was like are you fucking kidding me? That was me every every time. I watched a lot of movies I've already seen. Like I did a lot of rewatches because okay. I just could not. <laughs> it was just that bad. Like I got to a point where I think I was like, I do not want to watch another movie again. <laughs> Which is really bad when you host a movie podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. And most of your conversations with friends and family are about movies because they know you as the movie person. And I was just like, please don't ever steal me another fucking movie again. So we were having a great one. I'm having a great one. <laughs> How was your year? Um, so the vibe for the year, overall 2022 girl, 2023, bitch, you better be good. Because <laughs> this one wasn't the best. Um, but in terms of film, it started off strong. It had a few bangers on the front end. You know, the Batman came out in time earlier than now, and I enjoyed that. Batman, no hose Batman, loved it. <laughs> um, and then it kind of like petered out toward the end of the year with excitement on movies I was really looking forward to watch. Um, and now it's kind of coming back as we are entering in, like those people who are like, yes, we're releasing this film because it has to get an Oscar. So like, oh, kind yeah. of getting back into it and I have some movies that I'm trying to check out and see what the fuss is about to see how I feel about it. So hopefully some of those will be of interest. I've come across a couple that I really, really liked um, that I feel should be talked about more, um, but they have been released like way late in the year and I think they're going to get swept off to the side, so. Yeah, yeah, that usually happens in that weird lull between christmas and like oscars when did the golden globes start again i don't even know they're already talking about those (laughs) i feel like january that soon 
Maybe like January, February, definitely. I don't have cable anymore, so I won't be watching them. I don't like word shows anyway. So I, I don't even know if they are televising these. I thought they weren't doing that anymore. <laughs> oh shit, you're right. The January 10th. That's very yeah, soon. It's soon. They're not televising them shits. <laughs> yeah. If they are, if they are, God bless. Yeah. I just saw that they are honoring my boy, Eddie Murphy, with a special Cecil B. DeMille Award. So, hey. Might have to tap into that wherever I could watch it. So. I hope he doesn't say anything weird about comedy because I will um, be you know, very disappointed is, in him. <laughs> you know, he is a man of a certain age. So, <laughs> but I thought he's one of the ones that, you know, has come around to learning. <laughs> he. He learning has some growing. ways, but you know how it can be. Oh, well, hopefully it's a nice pity. Like, I hope nobody comes up here and slaps me. I hope that's just as fast and as deep as we get into it, because I don't want to be bothered. <laughs> I won't talk about none of this shit no more. <laughs> um, I also wanted to make a quick addendum um, to our last week's episode or last whatever episode. Um regarding hallmark media because mm, yeah. I, I did not realize we were talking about the hallmark you know tv movie industrial complex and you know all that stuff that uh hallmark media is uh is run by a black lady <laughs> had no idea so now it puts a lot of stuff in perspective maybe they have been doing a better job than i realize i do not realize i do not know uh, when this person was brought on, but Wanya Lucas, I just watched a thing on Hallmark movies and how they make people feel so great. And they like interviewed the queen of these movies, which is Lacey Chabert from uh, The Wild Thornberries and Mean Girls, because <laughs> she's been in, on all of them and she loves it. Uh, but yeah, they were talking to her and how they're trying to make it more diverse. And uh, Holly Robinson Pete, who we mentioned, is going to be in a Kwanzaa themed. Movie this year, they didn't really give a date when that was dropping. Um, I mean, and it also... has to drop on the twenty sixth. I don't know. You know, I don't know if the holiday movie continued. Like, I don't know if they continued past the twenty sixth. Yeah, I mean that's that's right on top of the Kwanzaa season. I don't know. Maybe they just like gear up for it, but uh, there's a cutoff past Saturday. Don't ask us for nothing. <laughs> um. And there's also um, like a gay love story too. I didn't see, I think it's between two guys. Um, did not see the title about that one uh, or what that was titled or when that was coming out. Oh, she's been Hallmark Media CEO, president and CEO since August, 2020. So sorry, uh, we jumped the gun by saying, I mean, definitely your shit has always been white, but like, <laughs> Maybe some strides have been made since 2020 that we didn't give too much credit to. Uh, and we gave too much credit to Lifetime instead. Yeah. Sorry oh, about man. that. Because I made my mom watch something from Tiffany's. <laughs> she was like, Ashley, what is this? And I was like, so you like the one with the girl, the black girl who crashed her car and she gets taken in by a maple syrup farmer? <laughs> that. See, that one sounds good, though. Because you was talking about it, I was like, ooh, what's the name? <laughs> I don't remember. It was on a channel called Up. It wasn't even on any, like, major channel. <laughs> I don't know what Up. I don't have no idea what Up is. So if you have, if you have Time Warner or Spectrum, 
you are a part of the Spectrum family. Maybe you can find that out. I have no idea. So yeah, I just want to make that little addendum. Don't want to get too much credit uh, where it's not due and forget the people who are making strides wherever way possible. Uh, so yes, that um, was my little aside, but onward we move. Um, I think we're gonna do responses from the listeners first, just because I feel like we're gonna probably explain maybe why we like our movies. And we know we go off the rails and stuff. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I just want to say thank you to everybody who submitted. If you didn't get a chance to submit, girl, there's always next year. No hard feelings. Um, I know everybody's super busy, but um, thank you to the people who did chime in. Love seeing um, you guys' responses. So we have a few from Twitter. We have a couple from Twitter and a few from uh, Instagram. So the first question I should say was favorite new release. So this is new releases for 2022. So, um, our good friend, uh, the chocolate hippie, aka Libby, said that her favorite movie was between, actually, she had a tie between Nope and Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. I'm going to say mm. that right exactly one time today. <laughs> I mm-hmm. know I will. Um, another person uh, at Bleaky said that uh, their favorite movies of the year were Nope, Prey. Uh, that's the. Um, what is it? The uh, Predator. Predator. Uh, thank you. Prequel, technically. Uh, yeah, kind of. I don't. I've never only really seen like one of those. I've only seen Prey. I've never seen the other one, so I don't even know. I have a base idea of what they are, and I remember when I was like in like junior high or high school, there was Alien versus Predator, <laughs> making a big deal out of it. Mm-hmm. Because Sonalate that was in that. <laughs> <laughs> It was the Freddy versus Jason of that. Sure, yeah, everybody was doing crossovers. Uh, so that's my only experience with, with the, um, with that franchise. But I did like Prey. I made my mom watch it. I thought it was really good. And I love Amber Mid Thunder, my girl from uh, <laughs> what was that movie or show? I can't even remember what it was called. It was Oh Legion. Legion took me forever to finish, but Lord, I when I did, I was like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> she was one of my favorite parts of it. Um. And then also Bleaky said that they liked Wakanda Forever and Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, those are their favorites. So from IG, we have 90s Valley says X or Pearl. Therius says After Sun. Can you believe him? He's cutting up in the background of my another dog cuts up in the background of my shit. <laughs> okay, Therius says After Sun. That's the one with um cutie pie from normal people and then <laughs> this, this, this is the one response this person gave us at got that dog in him <laughs> okay got that dog in him i feel you got that dog in him <laughs> said in all caps pearl <laughs> <laughs> so i guess that old lady's titties really did something for y'all <laughs> Like, Miss Pro is cutting up. They said, bitch, you are 36 years old. You an old bitch. You don't need to be out here like that. And she was not having that. She was 36? (laughs) She was 36 years old. And they said you was an old bitch. Not like a youthful youth. Wow. And she was like, I'm not having that. I only saw X and that was a couple days ago. And I was kind of like, now what are we doing? (laughs) 
I was pretty interested when I saw the trailer because I was like, oh, this is kind of different. You know, 70s, very Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But I was watching it. I was like, hey, where are we going with this? I'm looking at yeah. these old lady titties. <laughs> Why am I looking at this old lady's breasts? <laughs> Why am I experiencing a sex scene between two very, very old people? <laughs> yeah, Ty has some for y'all. Ty said, get these liver spots, bitch. <laughs> so nasty. I mean, you know, old people got to do it too. But pearls, pearls, let them know. Pearl girl, you got to get together, my God. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to call on Brittany to go first on hers. My personal favorite movie? New okay. release. Favorite new release of the year. Okay, I have a couple. It's fine. I have several. And my first one is Hawa. And that was released on Prime a couple of days ago, like last weekend. Um, and it is from the director of Cuties, which, again, you guys need to watch Cuties. Don't believe anything you've read about Cuties. Regardless, like, it's not true. Cuties is a good film. Hawa is a really good film as well. It's about a young lady. She's a teenager who is living with their, um, her grandmother and um, looking for someone to adopt her. Um, do so some elements going on in her personal life. So she has drive and ambition and you're going on that journey with her. Um, so it's a really good film. It's very heartwarming and touching and you just need to watch it. It's on Prime right now. And then my other favorite film from this year is Manny um, that was released on Prime this weekend. It is there. It's classified as like a horror film but to me it's not really horror it's more like magical realism elements to it um and it's about a Senegalese woman who comes to America to become a caregiver for a white family and she is trying to raise money to bring her son over here to live with her um so just having care for a child and take care of her personal life and things happen with that. So those are really good films. And then my third favorite from this year is No Ho's Batman. I loved No Ho's Batman, the Batman. She, yeah, she means the Batman. <laughs> the Robinson, Robert Pattinson, Robert Pattinson, our bats, Batman, emo mm -hmm. Batman. Musty Batman. Batman. That musty. Batman eating Hot Pockets and Doritos in the Batcave, not washing his ass. Sometimes you'd be depressed for decades. I get it. Just like he was not the billionaire playboy Batman that we were used to. No. He was more the Reddit Batman. And that's okay. I feel like the Riddler was more Reddit. Batman was anybody. You know what? Um, what's that but when the Riddler that looked at Batman, it was like, game recognized game i feel like they was on the same forum this this batman was thought catalog batman mm. vice media batman it was like <laughs> batman i don't I'm think a, you'd I'm be gonna on need Reddit. you to do a little something like i'm gonna need you to spruce up a little bit i was kind of with alfred like boy please wash your ass but He's it depressed. was a good film you I depressed know, people baby. 
depressed people oh, know. And sometimes you just do not want to get up. <laughs> I, I enjoy if it wasn't such goddamn long, I'd probably watch it again. But, yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason I haven't watched it more than once. I saw it in theaters. That Boy. whole runtime, I did it in the theater. Um, but it was a really good film. I felt like it was more char- I like it more than the Nolan Batman, surprisingly. Yeah, I, over time, I've I have my appreciation for the Nolans have diminished yeah. significantly, uh-huh. and I mean, The Dark Knight is great, but I think The Dark Knight is great because Heath Ledger's in it. It's, yes, exactly. <laughs> and if he wasn't present, Corrado about any yeah. of that. So yeah, I can see that. I mean, I still like Christian Bale. As Batman, I know he's not everybody's favorite Batman or whatever the hell. He and I don't, and I don't really care, honestly, to hear everybody <laughs> pontificate. There's like five thousand of them. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> They're all they all serve a purpose. But I I thought that our bats was surprisingly good. I think it's because Robert Pattinson so he seems so disconnected from like everything. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just and like, that's what I liked about it. I'm like, just trying he, to be. I'm just trying to be me, bitch. <laughs> he carried the Batman well. I don't know. A lot of people were reading into like his interactions with Selena. Uh, they didn't have that chemistry that we had like in previous Batmans, like with Michael Keaton and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. But what they had going worked for them, and I like what they did with like the Riddler, who was very much less annoying than Jim Carrey, who is going to hell. Um, oh, you can't we are bleeping I, that out. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Jesus, Jesus and Mero is sprinkle, allegedly. R.I.P. to Jesus and Mero this year. That is your sex. Oh, God. But no. it was just a good film. Like, it's a good action film. It has some nice shots, you know. It was fun. It was and I, fingers that. crossed, fingers crossed, they do a sequel, because shit, I, I don't feel know like what's going on in Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers, DC, James Gunn, The Rock, Henry Cavill, every day this week. <laughs> a new twist to the story. I lost count after Henry Cavill lost out on Superman I mean, again. I don't know what mm-hmm. kind of machinations <laughs> The Rock was trying to pull off. What kind of 48 Laws of Power <laughs> shit he was trying to do. I don't know what he was trying to do. It was. It looked very shaky from jump because that movie didn't make no money because who cares about no Mark? and it's not even fun background stuff because i turned it on to like have one in the background and i was like oh no this is not fun and y'all know that's my man who? so oh black adam yes. yeah that's on the max that's on hbo max right now we, we watched it in the theater me and Dal- well not that we didn't watch it in the theater me and dowlin saw the trailer before a movie went to go see my first thought was, oh, it's Adam, like Adam the first man, and not Adam as in like an Adam. <laughs> like, yeah. The building blocks of the world. And I was like, oh, I'm not prepared to watch any of this. I don't know what any of this is about. We're also in the territory of like, we're getting to like the, the D list and C list, or the C list and D list and E list people. Yeah. And not people, but like superheroes. I'm like, I don't care about this. <laughs> yeah, you can't even build out the Justice League roster. Like, no. You can't do no. it. No, so who's gonna care about that? You can't even get Wonder Woman right. No, so mm. give me the stone. Whatever she that said. That was terrible. That was and y'all said that changed y'all lives. What? She don't know any women alive too, so that changed y'all's lives. Y'all said that changed the trajectory of your lives. Maybe it's the first one. I don't Maybe know. I never seen that one. one. So. I didn't see it either. <laughs> I didn't see it either. I don't have any interest. Did I? 
like DC is the thing I'm most comfortable with as far as, as, far as superheroes. So that would, that would be the first thing I would go see and shit. But girl, I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's happening. But I hope, I think they were talking about folding our bats into DC. However, DC seems to be rapidly imploding. <laughs> Every yeah, they need TV. to leave that separate. I need to buy a Batman the Animated Series before they take that shit off of their teeth. Oh, ooh, let me write that. Oh, shit. I've been making a list of everything I want to buy that that has a DVD release that's currently on HBO Max because that shit will not be functioning after this year. <laughs> I can tell you that right ooh. now. And Batman Beyond. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Go, go on eBay. Get your shit together because, Lord, it's not going to be good. I honestly said that I did not want to forget somebody's response. And lo and behold, I forgot we have an email <laughs> that I forgot to read. So let me read this before I say mine. This is from our friend Danielle over at Young, Gifted, and Abroad. Um, she was a guest on our show. We talked about the Lion King, right? Mm-hmm. That was last year. I think so. Hope so. Um, it's been such a long time. <laughs> <laughs> the last couple of years. So they said that, um, first of all, thank you for letting uh, her contribute. She says it's an honor and a pleasure to be included. Thank you so much. <laughs> and she says she takes, uh, she makes annual spreadsheets of everything that she watches, reads and watches. So she thinks about these a lot. Now, I just have a letterbox. And half the time I'm like, I don't know if I feel like filling this out today. <laughs> so uh, for Daniel's for favorite new release, um, she actually told me this last night because she was running to watch this movie. So she says, I literally rushed to watch Nanny by Niyaku, not Niyatu Yusu on Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so I could consider it for this list. So I will choose that movie as my favorite new release. If you've read it, I cannot speak today. If you've read The Perfect Nanny by Leila Slamani or enjoyed Sonia Dora, a short film by Stacey Pakal Gaspard. Or the Trini to DeBone episode of Atlanta season three, then I think you'll like Nanny. She also references uh, Atlantics, which is a movie that we have uh, covered on this show. Um, she says if you like that movie, then uh, you, she thinks that you will appreciate Nanny as well. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Yeah, for sure. Cool. Yes. Especially that episode of Atlanta, like for, for sure. Proud of everybody who sat through Atlanta this year. It was. Not no, that bad. It, it was a little hard. You touched your heart, girl, bro. Heart, a heartbreaking. Yeah. Do you have a haircut on that show? No, he still has hair. I don't watch it for Earn. I watch it for Al. Who is Al? Is that Paperboy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Brian Tyree Henry, you'll yeah. always be famous. Yeah, pretty much. So we'll get to my favorite new releases now. So my favorite new release in this hard year of me not enjoying very much stuff was Bones and All, um, the cannibal love story that came out in November. Um, how can I put this? How can I how can I ruminate on why I like this movie? Because I gave it like a three out of five on Letterboxd. I have not been giving things very high scores on Letterboxd either. So I don't want to just put it like, damn, you give it kind of a kind of a shit score, you know, you didn't give it five stars or whatever. But I liked the metaphor 
because you know a lot of people were turned off by the fact that this is about cannibalism and it's not cannibalism in like the horror movie like we love being cannibals you know the hills have eyes <laughs> and shit like that it's not like they're enjoying it i think timothy chalamet said something about like he looked at a lot of references to addiction and things like that because they are cannibals but they don't enjoy it a lot of times they're horrified by like they've done but they also feel like they like still need to do it like it's a thrilling thing for them um so i thought that was interesting and you know making home you know finding other people that are like you in this outsider world and love is all consuming i thought that was very interesting and it was just like nice it was like really soft in time like in places i was like this is very soft for a movie about eating people <laughs> mm. And how the the whole cannibalism thing is like linked to trauma. You know, I don't really like that word because of how many times a day I read it online. But it was kind of traumatic because you realize that Marin, who was played by Taylor, Taylor Russell, like doesn't even remember the first time, few times she's like hurt people. And so her daddy's like, okay, scoop you up. Let's move to another city. <laughs> We're changing our names, We're not using our new, real names anymore. And so he like has to explain this all to her in a letter because uh, after she chews that finger, he's like, you know what? You're 18. You got it from here. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, you just left her to fend for herself. You didn't even pay the light bill before you dipped. Mm. Like, what the hell? But it was um, it was an interesting movie. I enjoyed it. And I felt like there could have been more people who were eaten. But you know, I'm weird and I want to see some craziness. And also, it's not as gory as people say it was. I feel like people have watched way worse <laughs> things in general, like daily. Um, and I also like how foreign directors do, like how they shoot America, because like, this country is garbage. But geographically, landscape wise it's very beautiful like those really wide open spaces and and all that sort of like parts of like america like the midwest and the west that we don't really like celebrate on screen i feel i thought that was really cool um to see because it kind of reminded me of american honey by andrea arnold who is from the uk um kind of reminded me of that where it's just kind of like lots of shots of like the wide open spaces and the road and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, I mean, this shit, you know, if it wasn't so bad, it wouldn't be too bad. <laughs> That's how I felt. And um, yeah, Luca, you know, sometimes we have problems with you and your pacing and a lot of things. Mm. Um, I'm currently watching that show he had on HBO and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I don't understand. Same what show? Um, it's called We Are Who We Are. It's like with a kid from It and some girl, I don't know her name, um, they're like army brats on like an American base in Italy because Luca um, is Italian. And I feel like he didn't write it, but he like directed all the episodes or something. The pacing is so odd. <laughs> the pacing mm -hmm. is so odd. I'm just like, damn, we are dragging this out. And same with Call Me By Your Name. I was like, okay, this is gonna, I mean, we gonna, we gonna do this. Like, can we do this? <laughs> Why is it an hour? Why am I still looking at people looking at each other? And like, I'm bored. But I think this was this is done very well. So I enjoyed it. I enjoyed her. I'm looking forward to purchasing on DVD. I will not be buying it right now because it's like $32 for the pre-order. I'm like, slow down. But hmm. I enjoyed. I enjoyed. Um, and it was just so fun. I can't wait. 
Taylor Russell, girl, I know you're never going to hear this, but you had the best run, the fashion run, hair stayed laid from Cannes all the way to whatever, Venice or wherever you were, girl. You had a great fashion moment this year. I was very proud of you. Don't let the haters get you down because I know they're already plotting. Um, so I also enjoyed, <laughs> I enjoyed Jackass forever. Hmm. I did not grow up watching Jackass, but I did watch a lot of Viva La Bam and Wild Boys and shit like that. And some of that stuff is so slapstick to the point of me. Like, I'm not a slapstick slapstick person. Mm-hmm. I don't go for like slapstick comedies and all that stuff. You can miss me with that. But I enjoyed this. It just was nice to see everybody. So mainly functioning, mostly functioning. <laughs> I worry about Johnny Nexville's head a lot. Mm. Brain trauma. We're at a point where you need to stop, sir. <laughs> We're at a point. But it was nice to see everybody, minus Bam, unfortunately, and Ryan Dunn. Um, you know, it gave me a lot of nostalgia for the MTV days. I really mm. liked that. Um, I also put down Hunk for Jesus Save Your Soul, and I also put everything everywhere all at once. The only reason I do not rank that higher is because I hate the multiverse so much. Like, I hate the concept of a multiverse so much and it's so integral to the plot that you can't divorce it (laughs) because it's like Uh. loving loving someone in all these different dimensions and all these different scenarios and stuff but i really hate the multiverse (laughs) i love the multiverse like i hate it i think about it constantly the concept of like what's that movie sliding doors like what if i made a different decision what branches come come on yeah like yeah that's the concept (laughs) that i think about just a lot because it's a major trope in sci-fi so yeah that's, like, yeah, that's I cool think that's why i don't get into like because i used to watch the flash a lot and then it started getting into more multiverse things because you know they have the big uh crisis crisis is the lord help me jesus crisis on infinite earth like that's a major thing in like dc comic book history mm-hmm. and and i just can't <laughs> i don't i can't yeah, I can see. It's cute until I'm just like, oh, so this is gonna solve all the problems, right? If this don't work on this earth, we just gonna go to the next earth. Like that's that feels lazy to me. Like don't write some sort of unsolvable, insurmountable problem and be like, we just gonna go to the multiverse. I'm like, oh, time travel. Like don't use time travel to solve your problems, bitch. <laughs> just frustrates me. Um. Okay. Next question is. Favorite episode of Black Girl Film Club that you listened to in 2022? Um, so we're going to start with Danielle first because I don't want to forget. <laughs> um, she did say, she said she's been slacking this year, girl. There's no problem. It's fine. <laughs> um, but she said that she listened to our discussions on imitation of life and passing. So props to y'all for episode 70 and 80. By the way, this is episode 90 that we're working on right now. It's crazy. Um, and Danielle also says that she is looking forward to catching up on Death Becomes Her um, because she's actually never seen that movie, but she's watched a lot of video essays and read uh, a lot of reviews on it. Uh, nope. Um, our episode on Nope. Chicago, she said, because, duh, are you a, a musical fan, Danielle? Please, I need a, I need a, I need an ally, I need a sister. <laughs> and ghosting the Spirit of Christmas. <laughs> Christmas movie with black leads. 
Nathan from Boinking a Ghost. I know, girl. I know. I, it was a it was a great great film. Everybody should watch it. I think the most popular movie that we, or I guess our most popular episode was the Death Becomes Her episode. It was a fun conversation with Brie. Yeah, Leaky on Twitter also says Death Becomes Her, and uh, the Chocolate Hippie said that her favorite was Nope, because of all her favorite ladies in one place. Yeah. Aww. I think those are good episodes. I like when we have guests. We're hoping to have more guests on the show in the new year. Mm-hmm. Scheduling continues to be... <laughs> Who knows where we're going to be? <laughs> Yeah. At any, at any point of the week. So um I still have my wish list of guests um that I want to hit up before everything implodes and social media scatters us across the globe again. So uh hopefully we can do some more and we can pick some cool movies to watch. I thought Death Becomes Her was a great one. Mm, me too. Yeah. Um so what was your pick for episode? I guess what was your like, episode to record, I guess? Um, I enjoy recording our episodes on Imitation of Life in Passing. Um, mostly because I, I actually enjoyed the discussions that we had about those films. Yeah. I personally could not believe I was able to convince you to consider, first of all, convince you to consider watching Imitation of Life, let alone. I think I had to convince myself. Have you watch it and have a discussion about it, but. I'm actually having a discussion. Those are because y'all like doing right race like, science on the timeline every day, and I don't like that shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cue um, the last three weeks of Megan and Harry. Holy shit, I'm tired. I'm tired of hearing about it. Yeah, um, but it's those are two films that I feel well. Passing has been lost in conversation that maybe. You might need to revisit because I think meaning of words have been lost. Um, imitation of life, you could probably leave that where it is um, and not pick it back up. Um, Everybody loves are, that movie, though. It's so yeah. weird. And if you do pick it up, go with the older version. That might be what you are looking for. Which it's version? It's not in color, but oh, the one from the, the 30s. Yeah. Um, somebody, so, yeah. I just saw somebody reference that again. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. so this is like a, this is a staple. This is what y'all mm-hmm. are using to base all mm-hmm. of your opinions on race on. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Good luck. What about you? I enjoyed our guest episodes. I enjoyed Nope. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed Death Becomes Her. I think it's very like, you know, it gives us a little refresh when we have a new person. I mean, it's not new. Like, Brie was new. We've had dabbling <laughs> on before. But we, you know, it's nice to have, like, another perspective. Because, you know, I feel like we use, we very rarely surprise each other <laughs> when it comes to, like, <laughs> movies and stuff now. So I feel like having somebody else, like, who has a different watching style or maybe is a little bit more tapped in to the things and happenings. <laughs> um you know, I think that helps the show. And it's also just nice talking to our friends. Like, those are our friends in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also liked our passing episode. Like, I like the discussion, because I really do. I worry about y'all. <laughs> I had to get that shit off my chest when we talked about that. Because I started to get like, are y'all alright? 
you're doing a lot of dissecting and measuring of skulls and nose shapes, <laughs> feeling very white. So um, yeah, those are my two, uh, or three, sorry, my three. And I, um, I hope we have that same level of energy next year. Yeah. Woo! Gonna bring that into 20, uh, 23. Woo, 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 woo. I gotta remember what year it is. Who knows, girl? <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell knows? <laughs> um, yeah, if we have our guests next year, if we have my wish list of guests finally completed, that I think it'll be good. Or it could be terrible. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not giving 2023 anything. I'm saying... I'm going to arrive hopefully on January 1st and I will just live out the year. Mm-hmm. No expectations. <laughs> Too weak for expectations, baby. <laughs> uh, so we're going to get into the meat and fucking potatoes of this questionnaire. My favorite, one of my favorite questions, which was disappointment of the year. That's not a question, but I wanted to see. <laughs> What was everybody's disappointment of the year? And we got some good ones. So <laughs> this didn't actually surprise me. I'm assuming this is the one that was just recently released. Um, this is from the Chocolate Hippie. And she said that her disappointment of the year was Pinocchio. Hmm. She said that it was unnecessary and too much CGI. Now, I'm expecting this to be the Tio Del Toro's. Pinocchio? Is that the one that was released? Because we have the other one. <laughs> it was also Disney. Robert Zemeckis. Oh. It was too, it was Disney's Pinocchio updated with CGI and I think people. And then it was Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio that was released this year. So, so it was which... two, it was two Pinocchios. It was actually three Pinocchios. I was thinking about the other one. With... We talked about the two. <laughs> The good one. Can we the, please talk the about the good one and then the other one? Can we please talk about how Polly Shore is doing like Russian Pinocchio uh film adaptations? Yeah. <laughs> Father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was that you this year? I think that was. I I was in my I was in my bed crying one night because I was like cracking up at that video. <laughs> And all the reactions and memes that people were doing to it. It was so, oh, God. <laughs> I just had to turn off the lights at one point and be like, actually go to bed. <laughs> I was up cracking the fuck up. And I was like looking at it. I was like, who even <laughs> decided this? Like Tom Kenny, the voice of SpongeBob is like the voice of the course or something like that. Oh, no. It was a mess. And people in like Europe were like, the people who actually got to see the movie, like when it had been released already we're like this is the worst thing i've ever seen <laughs> oh what a what a what a mess what a quagmire i i'm assuming she means the robert zemeckis one because i don't think that made a noise i don't think the guillermo del toro one really made a lot of noise either um but i don't know i don't have like cable so i'm feeling like i'm missing a lot of like advertising for stuff mm-hmm. you know because some people are like i never saw anything about this movie and i'm like i mean it's fucking Pinocchio, girl i don't <laughs> i don't know yeah like would you have yeah 
Uh, I can't. I also don't have cable when I'm in a room with people with cable. It's like a bunch of shit that I've never seen in my life and commercials scare me now. It's like weird. So I can't. There's a lot going on. There is a lot going mm-hmm. on. Um, it's on Netflix right now. It's a Netflix, unfortunately, it's a Netflix original or something. Yeah, it's actually, Guillermo del Toro's net, um, Pinocchio is actually a very good film. Like, so where is the Robert Zemeckis twin? That's on Disney Plus. It's just an updated version of Pinocchio, Disney's Pinocchio. So maybe that's the one she's talking about, has an unnecessary CGI. He might be a CGI boy or a CGI puppet. I'm looking at, oh wow yeah i'm looking at the poster it is it's basically a cgi version of the little boy from the movie because it's you know more than like pinocchio is telling fascists to like kiss his butt and shit oh and yeah he loves that kind of story because that's the thing from um oh what's the movie he came out with it's set in spain i can't remember Pan's the guy. yes thank you the guy with eyes <laughs> yeah but like yeah but it's, yeah. it's a really good film like it Mm. Make a chest hurt. Make a chest. That's mm. a damn shame, Robert Zemeckis. You too old to be getting God like this. To just basically update what they already got. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where they just you made Marty McFly, my guy. You made Marty McFly. You let them play you like that. Was the check good? Yeah, I hope it was. Cause shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, you know he did Roger Rabbit too. Mm-hmm. You know that exactly. Too. Like you know what the hell's going on, sir. You let them play you like that. Like you are an you are an innovator, my guy. You don't let people do that to you. Anyway, <clears throat> um, so let's jump to uh Bleaky. Actually, Bleaky didn't have one, I don't think. I'm a little confused by this because it could fit to either one because it says um honestly love and thunder wasn't that bad that's referring to thor love and thunder but i don't know if they mean disappointment of the year try him at the hague repeat Mm. movie i can't imagine repeating watching that movie i don't know i don't know what you're trying to get at Bleaky. i don't know what you're trying to get at there so from ig we have i was very surprised by this um username the kid of the cosmos said Nope was a disappointment of the year. Mm, that's interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Terrence, um, I don't know if you want me to read your whole username because it has your real name in it. Um, mm. But Terrence uh, says, don't worry, darling. Okay. Terrence, were you looking forward to that movie? I could see why. Can you? I mean, I don't know. I but didn't Jamie, care about it. I- looking forward to seeing what olivia could pull out next no uh no no not really no like i'm looking forward to this i'm so excited oh no (laughs) but also i'm not a harry styles like i liked harry styles as a fellow aquarius and i do like music i love the rhythms that he creates so Dinner for our music, what is it? Dinner, music for dinner at a sushi restaurant or whatever the hell that's on. Yeah. I listened to him. And then I realized he was very, very in love. When I listened to that yeah, album, that, I realized that. he was very in love. Yeah, that was his boo. And I was that like, was oh, thing, I need misery. <laughs> Someone needs to be miserable. <laughs> I can't listen to this. Um, But like, I could see if you were like a Harry Styles fan and a messy bitch 
you would want to see what the movie apparently about. they all went and said they didn't pay for it but somehow they were showing us pictures and showing us clips of how terrible the movie was but they didn't pay for it but they were there on open but like night. yeah it's the math was the math thing with that one bruh and this is so, I turned it on in my house, but then twenty minutes yeah. in, I was out of the room. So I watched the whole thing. It wasn't a film for me. It was an interesting little experiment in everything wrong with everything. Nineties um, Valley says Thor: Love and Thunder. I feel like a lot of people okay. were looking forward to that. I was like, kind of being like, oh, this might be interesting because the film bros have now decided that the first Thor movie that everybody thought was boring is now like the pinnacle of like Marvel. <laughs> like Marvel Cinematic whatever and I was just like but y'all hated that fucking movie so what was the only reason why people liked that movie is because Loki was in that movie didn't nobody like the actual plot of that movie <laughs> everybody said it was boring it is very boring it's not that good like the best part was when he was drinking coffee or some shit and he was like ah another one oh, he threw God. the cut down Oh, that's, it. that's the only thing I knew about Thor. I love how my, my internet. The cut. Dark World is that a no? That was boring as hell. I don't even know what the hell that was. That was filler. yeah. That was, that no killer, good, so. all filler. <laughs> I love it how I cut off and you did your Thor impression. So I can't wait to <laughs> come back and <laughs> listen to that in full because I'm sure it sounds like a gobbled mess. Thank you, Zoom. Shout out to you. I'm just so bitchy today. <laughs> Absolutely bitchy. Um, and Therius says it's a tie between men and Hellraiser. I don't okay. hear you mixed things about Hellraiser. I've uh, seen that some people like it and some people hated it. And I don't know mm-hmm. what that means. I fell asleep on the first one, so I never watched it. So as someone of the horror uh, as a horror lover who actually loves Hellraiser, like as a member of a, the horror community, horror community, as a persecuted member of the horror, <laughs> um, it it didn't have everything you needed for a Hellraiser movie. Was it gross? Exactly. Not really. It had like the 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 Cenobites were beautiful, like. It's this one called Gas who had like piercings. Like she was gorgeous or it was gorgeous. Like they were aesthetically pleasing, but it kind of wasn't there. But it was a good film overall. So I can see where someone would be disappointed. It just didn't have the sexiness. Of yeah, I thought it was supposed to be like, you know, pleasure and pain. Film. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be like borderlining. Like, like orgasm but like it hurt <laughs> yeah i feel like if you had shifted the perspective to a different character in the film it might have given you a, a traditional Harold razor movie like the big old freak who opened up the pandora's box being a freak like damn you nasty what you gonna do um please help me and he was the one who was like finding the pleasures of the world and got fucked up like that Isn't that Pinhead? Been more interesting. Isn't yeah, that Pinhead? Okay. okay. You, you know, they got people in there who want to see what Pinhead be up to. That's kind of what leads you down that path. That what happened to Uncle Frank in Hellraiser. So, like, he kind of 
geared toward him, but it's one of those stories about trauma, like living <laughs> and things like that. So it's a good feel. It's it's like a yeah. I kind of would. I would be a little bit more interested in seeing what the creators had in mind if they had the opportunity to change, like take what they had for the night house, which okay. is supposed to be a Hellraiser movie and changing that, like seeing what that would have been as a Hellraiser. Cause that okay. was like a pitch for Hellraiser. So like that whole concept as night house scared the shit out of me, made me very uncomfortable. It's dealing with grief, sorrow, trauma, things like that. If you had taken that and made that into a Hellraiser, I kind of want to see what that was. I would have. Okay. I wanted to see that. Was Clive Barker involved? Yeah, I see what the disappointment. Um, I think he gave his blessings. Okay. He was like, y'all got this. It's not like, what's his name? Like, uh, John Carpenter. who <laughs> was just like, I don't care what y'all be doing. Send me the check. He was like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, I suck playing like Mario Kart. <laughs> and Halo and shit. They be asking him questions. He's like, I don't know what the fuck y'all are talking about. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. I do not be knowing. Okay. What was your disappointment of the year? Me? Miss Lady. Yeah. Okay. So being a member of the horror community. <laughs> I had a couple. Okay. Um, most of them were horror movies. There were some that I was like really looking forward to. Some that's like, okay, this looks like an interesting concept. Let me see what see what's happening here. And some just like I stumbled into it's like, oh, okay. Um, so the first one I was like really looking forward to because I've watched the films of the directors and their fun works. And it's like, okay, they have this film coming up. Let me watch it. And that was Scream, technically five, but it's Scream. And it's just like, okay, <laughs> like it's a fine film. It's just not fun. And sometimes when the slasher isn't fun, it kind of like it's tedious. the whole purpose. Yeah, it's like I'm not having fun here, so it's like, why am I here? And that's kind of what it was. But they did recently launch the trailer for the sixth one, which you're switching things up, so it has the opportunity to be fun. So maybe, but probably not. Who Finally knows? in New York, and then it's like Jason takes Manhattan. Yeah, or whatever. yeah, maybe. No, I don't know. I didn't watch the trailer. Person, so you can't punch somebody's heads off. He can't punch yeah, anybody's head off. So. You know, I don't think that's his style. I don't think hand-to-hand combat is really just his yeah. style. But I would like to see that. But <laughs> and then the next one was... That little <laughs> fist. <laughs> really just made a little, I'm going to fight you fist kind of thing. I don't know if dude, Ghostface is really about that life. Not like that. No. I, think- I mean, I just want to see what it does. Like, they have the chance to make it fun. Because you have opened up the world in a way that you didn't before. Just finally, it's it been fun. a long time too. I don't understand. Yeah, I just be fun. You know, he's just following Sydney everywhere. But then they said, "Well, Nev, we will not be paying you <laughs> a livable wage or any kind of wage. So never mind." Yeah. I don't um, know and then the next two were which ones? Since Scream Four, I think that's the last one. Oh. Isn't that the one with Emma yeah. Roberts? Oh yeah, with Jill C. Jill. She was wow. Yeah, I didn't like any of that. I didn't like any of that shit. It felt very old man yells at cloud. I'm like, ooh, I do not care about what you old man has to think about social media. (laughs) 
if you live during uh, World War II or whatever, I don't care. So yeah, um, I, I, I'm good luck to everybody watching those. I will not be on the journey. Scream yeah. one and two were plenty enough for me. I don't even remember what happened in Scream three. So mazel tov and happy, happy new year to everybody. <laughs> I'm not into it. I'm not going to subject myself to the sixth one of those. I won't be doing it. What's her name from West Side? Not West Side Story. From In the Heights is going to be in it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm, she surely is. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I'm not into that at all. <laughs> Um, and then the other one I had was like Smile, um, <laughs> starring Sosie Bacon. So I think it was her name. Please let me look uh, up this person's name because I know. I think it is Sosie Bacon. Bacon as in? Kevin Bacon daughter. Sosie. Sosie like, Bacon, Kevin Bacon daughter. I thought you, daughter. you know what? Sometimes you say things and I don't trust you. <laughs> no, for real. That's Kevin Bacon's daughter. That's you. She is right. Bacon's daughter. She is right. It's spelled like Josie, but it's Sosie. No. Sosie Bacon. Yes. Daughter okay. of Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick. Uh-huh. The closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the closer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this one, like, like, I was interested in it because, like, it's one of those, like, high, higher concept horror movies. Like, okay, we're about to do something different than you've seen before. Um... Let's watch this. Um, and it turns out it wasn't too different than what I've seen before. I have seen this film already done slightly differently and it just kind of dragged along. So it's a fine film, but it's, it wasn't what you wanted it to be. And it's, I feel like as a, as a genre, we have, well, horror has, done a lot with trauma as oh, yeah. narrative for like the for the films like we've had so many films revolving this particular focus over the last couple of years so maybe we can start looking elsewhere for stories and that's not to say that like that's not a place to go for a story to tell but it's like we have gone here quite often can you like make often. a make can you make a spoiler free synopsis of this story for the people who haven't seen it? Um so before you watch this, um there's trigger warnings. Uh it, it deals with harm to yourself, harm to others. Um so it's about a psychologist. Yeah, she's a psychologist who is just going about her day. She has a client that comes in and um, harms himself in front of her, and it um, the um, the client says that they are being haunted by a figure that no one else can see but them, and she kind of dismisses it. Like that's what they say before they die. Um, and she kind of dismisses it and she just goes about her business and it comes up back to now she's being followed by that particular entity or whatever. And it's, it follows. <laughs> it, yes, it, it's very similar to that, but it's not done as well as it follows. That's funny because you hate that movie. So, 
<laughs> yeah, I don't. I, exactly. I don't even like it follows, but I was like, it follows did this better. Oh, so it's like, okay. I fell asleep during it follows, so I don't know how it ends. <laughs> or I think I know how it ends, but I don't have the two pieces linking from where I fell asleep at and where I woke up at. So I don't even know. And um, I don't know. I guess it was more popular because of the marketing. I feel like we're trying to market yeah. movies again, which shout out to y'all. It's um, y'all need the marketing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's yeah. why I was like, okay, so we're doing something new. We're doing, we yeah. have new creative ideas. Like, I thought we were going to do something new. Like, if you look back for last year where we had Malignant, where they didn't give you no details about the movie, you just had to buckle in, watch it, be like, girl, what the fuck, and have a good time. So it's like, that's kind of what I'm looking for now because the last couple of years have been shit. So it's like, <laughs> even when you're watching horror movies, you just need to go to the movies and like, have a good time. So, oh. Uh, that new movie I'm looking forward to. Let me write that down. And it's just like, fucking have fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, before I say mine, I realize I have once again skipped over Danielle, and that is not on purpose, but I have several windows open <laughs> and one screen to look at. So my bad. Um, Danielle's Disappointments of the Year. Um, she prefaces by saying this. And she says, I actually really liked all the following films. They just didn't hit hard as i hope they would um so she has drive my car too long (laughs) nope again she has a bunch of stuff about basically she has some questions about um i don't even this seems kind of like fan conjecture kind of like she's not sure if oj actually lived at the end or if he died and emerald was just having a vision of him Hmm. and if he did die what did he die for um, for his sister to take the jean jacket photo money and run, would Emerald even stick around to preserve their father's ranch horse and business like OJ would have wanted if she was the only one who left? Or maybe her being able to move on is the point. I feel like if Jordan Peele thought he was dead, he would just be dead. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like we'd be giving him a lot and he'd even be telling y'all that y'all be giving him too much and be like, that's not what I meant at all. <laughs> so I'm not really sure where all that comes from. Um, but I saw some people said they didn't, they thought Nope looks stupid, which I was like, it's an alien. Like, I don't, alien movies are fun. But you know, sometimes we have different level, wave levels, it's okay. Or wavelengths, whatever, it's okay. Um, all for Jesus, save your soul. She said it went there, but I thought it could have gone harder. Cue Beyonce's thick. <laughs> Ironically, as church sat- satire, I think it was slightly too careful about being fair and empathetic to church folk. I mean, I liked that movie. It was interesting because it was only like, it was a very small cast. I don't feel like we got to see how it affected the larger congregation, this whole thing. Um, and I think it still kind of went like, it's so hidden, you know, the, the couple is trying to hide the shitty, terrible things that her husband does pretty regularly. It sounds like that you almost don't get that, oh, like maybe he didn't do anything wrong, but I feel like that's like a like a tactic that people do to make you kind of do all this kind of mental gymnastics be like oh shit like do i side with this person do i not side with this person that kind of thing um but i enjoyed the movie probably it needed a little bit more i think but i did like it. i think i just like i don't know i can get that though i understand did you see that movie well, huh? did you say hallelujah 
Yeah. Please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the my ministry. <laughs> that see. Oh my god. You cannot like you have embarrassed me enough. <laughs> like she could have stabbed him in his sleep. Like bitch, just take the money. And go. First of all, you're a predator. You're a predator in your community. You need to be out you need to be out of here. And yeah. secondly, you have her in the hot sun in her church clothes doing we fall down. <laughs> no. For you, yeah. you, you're not even out like you're not even out there. You she's doing that on your behalf. Fuck you, goddamn. <laughs> so mad and it's no, you don't always need to stick by your man through thick and thin, through the trials and the tribulations. Well, no, okay. she wasn't going to, but her mama basically said that she if she didn't, she'd be a failure. Which is something that black women tell each other all the time about there. You, we're just talking about it right now on the internet. They keep talking about Michelle Obama. <laughs> Through the trials and the tribulations. The trials and the tribulations. I got other things to say about that, but. I'm I don't know. I don't be paying too much attention to it because I don't care about married people problems. That's really the, <laughs> the black ass bottom line of it. But I love the mind ministry. I feel like that's somebody who's truly topped in into southern black baptist culture because my god i don't know when that started but i remember being in the audience during one and being like what the fuck is happening <laughs> i i think that's what made me leave the church but <laughs> like as somebody who actually did like praise dance like yeah, yeah if you ask me to put face face paint on no no it no, was no, like no. we didn't have to do it but like somebody from like it was a troop, like they went around and like did this in churches and stuff. Danielle also says her last disappointment of the year, which I was surprised to see. I need to really read this because I, I have not seen this movie. Was Wakanda Forever. Oh, okay. And she says, why are black and brown people fighting over something the CIA started? <laughs> Because the CIA or somebody else who's white and or American is obviously the one who stole Riri's design for that vibranium detecting machine that Namor, is it Namor? Like Amor, Namor? I don't know. Um, um, yeah. The, one right. y'all are thirst- the thirsty one, the one y'all are so thirsty for. Um, mm-hmm. That Namor yeah. was so mad about. Also, the H in Haiti, Aidi, is silent in both Haitian Creole and French. Aiti, not Haiti, if nobody else, at least the very Nikia. The one who made Haiti her home should have been saying correctly. Oh, I saw something about that. Like they didn't like how Haiti was represented. Mm. Um, I'm saying Haiti because Americans, but <laughs> I uh, I was not planning on watching this movie <laughs> at all. Um, I said no more. I think after the last Black Panther movie, I either the last Black Panther movie or that second Avengers movie, I said I'm good. I don't have to see anything else. I'm I'm so cool on this. Have a great time, everybody. I don't need to be involved in any of this. And that was how many years ago? It feels like forever ago. Mm. And they've made 80,000 things since then. Yeah. As a horror fan, I did see Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it was gross, but I also feel like a lot of people are kind of pussy out here right now because I'm just like, they oh, are. What, what's gross to you and gross to me is like two different levels. And I'm not even a as a member of a horror community, I'm not the member of the horror community. <laughs> I just, I don't think I'm really like a person who seeks out like super gross things unless I'm promised that it's going to be gross. I'm like, okay, well, I hope it kills me and it doesn't kill me. 
like bones and all. I was like, oh, probably worse things than. Yeah, he was raw. When she yeah, she fucking popped the eight or sister finger. I saw something like in somebody's like replies or something like that, where it's like, is it on the level of raw or not? And I was like, it's not even close. <laughs> it's like okay, but I that... think raw is like on eleven, and and bones and all is maybe like on a like a five six maybe. <laughs> It's it's there's parts that are gross and there's a lot of people covered in blood, but it's not like, I mean, you might see a glimpse of somebody's intestines, but it's not like. Oh, I got an idea. Got okay. Boom. Okay. Mm, I can't one. wait. I can't wait. I hope you dazzle me. I'm sure you're gonna say this off offline <laughs> after we start record start recording, and Danielle also followed up later. I love her so much. She called up later, like an hour later. She's like, actually, <laughs> she said her biggest disappointment was Bros, which is the Billy Eichner movie. Hmm. Says I, um, I understand the movie's importance in terms of LGBTQ representation, and I like seeing T.S. Madison shout out T.S. Maddie. <gasps> Um, Miss Lawrence and Bo and Yang, but the movie was boring. All that hype and whining for what exactly? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> she she named all these people I do like, and then she named Billy Eichner, who I don't like. So well, that's Billy Eichner's why... Billy Eichner's movie. Like I know, like, like, you gotta go get around that part. Yeah. So like Billy Eichner has a Billy Eichner problem. Like the reason why people may not have gone to see Bros has to do with Billy Eichner. Not I don't know if he's. I don't know the, if he's caught onto that yet. The like the content because it's you, Billy Eichner. Don't he be over here screaming and shit? Yeah, I like, can't do. All you're that. abrasive, and people may not like you like that. I don't like like man on the street type shit anyway. Like all those TikTok videos where people like going up to people with like little handheld microphones and stuff. Like I don't like any of that. <laughs> So um his content would predates that and I don't like it. <laughs> and I think I heard like one clip and I was like, oh that is a volume that I will not be listening to anything at at all. So can't tell you what that movie was about. Um I did see the trailer. It didn't look bad, but I just I don't know what you want people to do. When you find that out, when you recognize that people don't like you, let us know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, issue, issue, Billy Eichner. Yeah, it's definitely. I don't, I don't even know if the if the if the community rallied up for it too. It didn't sound like it. Didn't sound like anybody saw it. And I think it's supposed Mm -hmm. to be a rom com, which would have made it like, it's like people have been asking for rom coms pretty much all year. But I don't know if he tapped into the people that we actually want to see fall in love. You know, that's hard. Because you have to want to see these people fall in love. You just can't be any mm-hmm. little body. Yeah, you have to have charm and charisma. Yeah, and uh, and yeah. Sorry, Billy Eichner, bro. Like, you be yelling <laughs> at people on the fucking street. You Billy on the street. Uh, yeah, I don't get that at all, bro. I don't get that at all. Uh, so my disappointments, plural of the year, were so plentiful, so bountiful. Just a lovely time in front of my television every every other month. Men, terrible. The means. Hated it, men's. <laughs> terrible. I know what Alex Garland can accomplish 
and what he is good at and this just seemed was so phoned in and so like dumb and like there are parts of it that were genuinely like oh i don't know what's about to happen to her but there were some parts i was just like this seems so surface level like all men are bad okay let's explore that a little bit further it did give me the body horror that i was looking for like it was at the end i was like oh my goodness <laughs> we we are busted bloodied i saw so many coochies <laughs> so many birthing <laughs> really mm. horrified there's a lot of um pagan gods giving birth to it's just a lot it was a lot it, it is it a, like the bro like who the bro who is that what is that this is uh, Cronenberg. I don't know. I don't know. How the bro. Going. I don't know. It might divorce. be. <laughs> I don't know. Why did that make me laugh? I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I was trying to cough and I always laughed and I almost died. <laughs> um, I don't know. I haven't seen that one. I actually haven't heard that one before, but uh, hmm. it might be. It, it, it's um, not on my radar, hmm. but there's a lot of like transforming and people being birthed um multiple people being birthed one after the other and so i saw a lot of hmm. a lot of, of cooch going on hmm. uh <laughs> so i was like oh, okay this is good and nasty but it took us a long time to get here girl i don't want to experience this again <laughs> and so uh definitely man i think i've mentioned that i did not like we're all going to the world's fair i will not harp on this one too much because this is an independent debut <laughs> But I thought we were mm-hmm. going to go some places that we did not go. And I really mm-hmm. wanted to go there with it. Like, I wanted to go there with you. And you wouldn't take me there. You took me to the entrance. You didn't take me across the threshold. And I was very disappointed by that. I can't believe that you, you did me like that after that great. That marketing looked like I was going to see some shit. <laughs> yeah. It, at least, like, one of those videos that pop up and scare you and make you jump back from the screen. <laughs> And it was the old that. days of YouTube, what YouTube was really made for, not beauty videos and selling shit, but really scaring the shit out of you. <laughs> That's what YouTube was made for. Yeah. That's what I thought we were going to get, and we didn't get it. Like, I want to see some fucked up shit. This is the year of I want to see some fucked up shit, and y'all didn't do it for me. Speaking of crimes of the future, Cronenberg, ah! I thought you were going to give me what I wanted, and you didn't. I was so bored oh my god why is this movie about microplastics it's about the next evolutionary step for man I how we adapt that. to our new environment but it wasn't gross enough i expect a level of depravity and disgustingness i want it to be like nasty and i'm just like oh, okay what you want me to do yeah. with the child ate a frisbee <laughs> you want me to be upset that the child ate a frisbee and he enjoyed it Hmm. oh baby i thought it was gonna be like like i thought the part where basically like the whole like surgery as like a new form of like like an aphrodisiac or whatever was kind of interesting because of you know as much as people kind of deny that surgery is pretty widespread did i know what a buccal fat removal was before 2021 no i had no idea but i know what it is now (laughs) and a lot of people you know get like little things like filler and botox and whatever and do as you please but i feel like it's a lot more widespread than just like very rich people getting these things 
the number of stories of people I heard coming back from the Dominican Republic. <laughs> all bloody and gross on the plane. I feel like it's a lot more widespread than, than everybody's really wanting to admit. But I thought it was interesting that like that would be the next step in like sexual exploration would be like surgery because it wasn't really like like operating on that one girl's foot, but she wasn't really doing anything. She was just like digging around hmm. in there, and she was getting all hot and heavy and bothered. I was like, I guess that's an interesting correlation. However, didn't think it was very that interesting. Like overall, like it wasn't enough, and I just didn't like the whole thing with the guy's chair too. That wasn't interesting with me. Like I, ugh. there was so much talking. Do not talk to me so much. <laughs> I don't want so much talking. I was like, Jesus, what are we talking over microplastics and shit? Like, what do you want me to do? Mm. Boring. Drive my car. Boring. Master also boring. Shit. <laughs> Oh, I forgot about Master. That's I did. I mean, it was all right, but where did it go? Nowhere. Exactly. But it was a good time getting there. I want, no, we didn't get anywhere, Brittany. Hey. We got in the car. We didn't push start. We got in the car. You cranked that music up. <laughs> you got right out of the car. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even a smoke session. It's just boring. I did not feel anything after that movie ended. Hmm. Ugh. Anyway. Boring, they boring, 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 boring. Ugh. So, I mean, I love you, Regina Hall, but that shit was boring. So, my favorite question. <laughs> this is the movie where everybody involved should be tried at The Hague. Now, the minute we posted this, somebody replied on Twitter and had me screaming at the top of my lung. <laughs> so, future underscore Liz. I love your display name. It's Feliz Navidad. Love that. First thing they said was the cast and crew of Amsterdam, all the way down the security guards on the lot, deserve the trial at The Hague. Mm. <laughs> she said, if you drive a go-kart on the lot, bitch, you stand before the judge. <laughs> I forgot mm. Amsterdam was even released. So that was Yeah, I didn't didn't remember it and i like the only clip i knew about it was the little clip with the gun somebody no somebody got hit by the model t or whatever the fuck yeah and i was like a that's the famous... same movie right yeah a very famous singer can we just spoil it who cares does it matter uh sure it's taylor swift she gets ran over by a model t yeah i'm sure it's a cameo appearance in the movie anyway it's not yeah. like i mean it's not her but it's like you know Oh shit, Taylor Swift is here. So, and then there's like a gun that shoots people. I don't know. Rami Malik and Anya Taylor Joy are supposed to be Nazis in the movie. My mom watched it. She was trying what? to Yeah, she was trying to explain it to me and I was just like, this is not making a lick of sense. This is what you deserve for watching. The movie. <laughs> yeah. She always watches the HBO movie of the week or whatever. No matter how terrible it might be. Mm. And she was trying to explain it to me, and I was just like, I'm not watching any of this, but I'm entertained by what you're telling me. Sounds awful. Mm. Sounds awful. Um, <laughs> so Danielle says that her movie, movies that should be tried at The Hague, everybody involved, Beauty? Hmm. I don't know what Beauty is. Oh, 
stop. Never mind. I understand. She she explains. She expounds upon. I didn't realize that this was the name of this movie. <laughs> so apparently, Lena Waithe has struck struck again. Um, Beauty, the non Whitney Houston movie on Netflix. That's clearly a Whitney Houston movie. Lena Waithe, no, she know better, <laughs> or maybe she doesn't. Who can be sure? No further comment. Just don't watch it. Um, the synopsis from Google says a young singer on the brink of a promising career finds herself torn between a domineering family, industry pressures, and her, her love for her girlfriend. And it stars some of hmm. Gracie Marie Bradley, uh, Elise Shannon, Niecy Nash, uh, and John Carlo Esposito. Also, for some reason, Joey Badass is in the movie. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Why did they do this? Wait, wait. Sharon Stone <laughs> as Colonizer. Wow. Don't, you know, don't do Sharon Stone like that. I'm sorry. You know, she thought she did that shit too when she did that. Like, Lena said, oh yeah, that's the one that's hitting it. No. We'll never forgive you for Queen and Slim. I know that uh, much. Uh, Every time that comes around, I'm like, yep. You sure did mix that montage of y'all having sex with that man, that little baby being shot at the protest. You sure did. You thought that mm-hmm. was hot shit. You and James Frey. Mm. <laughs> Just nasty, 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 nasty. Um, I might be missing some responses to this actually, because I feel like there were more. But from Terrence, um, we got the master, which I am assuming is the 2012 movie by Paul Thomas Anderson. Am I wrong? Or, yeah, or master. Which would be the Regina King? No. Yeah. Wait, yeah, which Regina, Regina am I talking about? Regina Hall. No. <laughs> Regina Hall. Mm. One from Amazon that came out this year. I wish that question, like responses could be, I, I don't know if responses could be super long. I guess they could have sent this thing or I should have just asked like to expound upon this because like, or ask for, give me a year or something. Because I'm, if you watch the master this year, I want to know like what made you do that and why. Because <laughs> it's, it's it's not the best movie, but it's. I didn't think it should be tried at the Hague. But you know, we're all riding our own horses here. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm leaning toward Master. Okay, twenty twenty two. Terrence, if you want to let us know what you actually were thinking, if that's really like you, th- the Master, and why, <laughs> we would love to know. Um, yeah, I missed some questions. So, okay, I'm on our Instagram right now. Um, Tia had two responses. Uh, it says don't worry darling Thor Love and Thunder and then mm. uh, Therius says um, uh, sh- Halloween ends okay yep I understand that <laughs> oh and we need to go to um, what the Chocolate Hippie says uh, she said barbarian lots of poor choices and evil ones Hey, I totally understand that as well Okay, I disagree, but we've already had the discussion offline, <laughs> and I will not harp on it. What did you say? What say you about Who, this me? movie? Yes, what movie should be tried? Movie and cast, cast, crew, everybody. I really didn't have a response to this because, like, yeah, whatever. Um, and I was like, yeah, films be filming, so I. Yeah, most things are just disappointments. I wasn't like completely <laughs> outdone by a film. Like they may not have taken me to the heights or the places I wanted to go with the film. It's like, yeah, whatever. But 
That's how I felt. Oh, you you caught off you got off unscathed because I was mad. <laughs> there were a couple times I think I watched the movie and I said, "Oh God, I think I hate movies." That was that bad. Mm. Uh, so mine were Thor: Love and Thunder, mm. Deep Water, with mm. uh, Ben and Anna Darmus. Mm. What's her fan site doing? How's her fan site doing? Are they still active on Twitter? Anna Darmus updates. Um. Forever famous. Maybe they took a break after Blonde. I know that was hard <laughs> to be a fan site oh, and, yeah. and witness all that. Um, last night in Soho. Oh, Edgar, Edgar, you've been on thin ice for a while, my guy, and it's starting to get real sad. See, like some of the movies you've named are movies that I like have watched and completely forgotten. Or okay, go to your just, like, letter turned off. You don't put them on your letterbox. Like I've watched Deep Water and I was just like, oh, okay. And then with Last Night in Soho, I was just like, oh, no. And I turned it off. This is an exercise. You need to go through your letterbox, go through your brain. The terrible, terrible. And not, um, the last one was not okay with Zoe Deutsch. I don't understand mm. what that movie. I think I only watched the movie because I like Dylan O'Brien. Shout out to you, Sal Selinski, forever famous as um, uh, uh, <laughs> what a waste of a blonde buzz cut for real. That was the weirdest movie, the weirdest movie. I can't even. It it was sinister would be the term. <laughs> yeah. She like uses some kids like like. Mm-hmm. social justice project and to like and claims that she was like in a bomb first she claimed she was in a bomb threat in paris and then uh and then she comes back and like she gets involved some kids that are protesting against school shootings i was like this is serious this is like yeah. serious like i don't know about everybody else in other countries but this is terrible over here this is kind of dark sided i don't know why you would this is not funny this is not funny this is like scary but also this is something that somebody would easily do because people love to mm-hmm. capitalize on trauma and all the heinous shit that happens in this country every day. The only reason why all this heinous shit happens is because somebody's getting paid off of it. It would not be happening. We put an end to it if it, not, if it wasn't generating some sort of cash flow somewhere. So I hate that movie and I don't really know what the appeal with Zoe Deutsch is. We're gonna, we're gonna get there one day maybe with you, but for now, no. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder though, I wanna come back to you. I have never seen a movie that completely changed my mind on a director's output <laughs> before. Dang. I've never in my life, because I saw everybody, like I said, everybody was complaining about how they didn't want Taika Waititi near um, this next Thor movie. And I was just like, but wasn't Thor Ragnarok fun? Like, I've only seen it once, but I remember liking it. That was like one of the last Marvel movies I watched seriously. I was like, oh, this is like good. You know, this, this injects some like, you know, he turned the colors up, you know, it was getting real bland and ugly. And he turned, you know, it's, he's the God of thunder and he's such a fish out of water and he's so big and bulky and, and like all over the place. And I just was like, just have that same sort of energy. Chris Hemsworth has a funny streak. I would say, well, let him be funny instead of let him be all muscly and gross all the time. Like let him do some stuff. And I felt like Thor Ragnarok did that. I don't know what the fuck this was. I genuinely don't know. I don't even know why I watched it. I think it's because I was home and my mom wanted to watch it. She was like, fire up the Disney Plus. And I was like, sure, whatever. <laughs> and I, I, 
I've never seen like it was so like childish in a way that made me like annoyed with it. I don't understand the thing with Jane at all. Like that whole plot with her dying of cancer. I'm spoiling it because I don't give a fuck. That whole plot her dying of cancer and then getting some of Thor's like mojo or whatever and then turning into like Lady Thor. Like is that from the comic book? It probably is. Mm -hmm. I don't it was bad. The whole way it was done was bad. I have no idea why you even hired Christian Bale at all. That may be acting. Like, he's crazy, but he be acting. <laughs> and I was like, why did you waste the time bringing him on here? Remember how he, he like, probably needed some money. He might need to, I mean, he might have debts. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know who made any money off. The, I mean, I know people wouldn't saw this movie, but this was bad. Like, Plot-wise, bad. It just seemed like it was a lot of shit to say, like, Thor now has a daughter. <laughs> like, I don't... Why would you waste the money? This is millions and millions of dollars. I think Taika went on some, like, GQ or whatever the thing is where you, like, map out the scene, whatever that thing is on, like, that series on YouTube. Went on there, I was talking shit about the visual effects, and I was like, not y'all beating the hell out of these people. <laughs> <laughs> mm. working them with the inch of their lives and being like this shit look ugly it looks ugly because you keep you're making so many movies a year it's not sustainable to make that much shit and be changing stuff last minute and then have these people change stuff that's like when the sonic movie came out it looked ugly and everybody was like change this shit like they changed it they made it look nice but after that they kept the release date the same do you think those people got raises overtime any of that no i don't even think they're unionized like, I don't no, think no, there's no, a visual no, effects union so. and they need to do it because I <laughs> like I can't believe they spent that much money and the movie was so, so fucking stupid. Like, I can't believe it. And I was just like, damn, like, Taika, I've watched almost all your movies. Like, I don't understand where we could have gone so wrong. I don't know if you've been having too much fun because I'm like. I love boy. I love hunt for the wilder people. I've seen what we do in the shadows. It's fine, whatever. I like reservation dogs, but I just was so confused. Hmm. And he was going to do the Akira movie. Something just reminded me of that last night. And I'm glad they was like, oh, whoop. sorry, bro. Yeah, they took that. I was just like, they were like, yeah, we dodged a bullet. And I was like, shit, you are so right. Because I was excited last year. I was like genuinely like, oh, this could be cool. Like he's got such a way with like visuals and stuff and color. And he just has a interesting like sense of humor um that might work with it but i'm thinking about it like after i watched that Thor movie i was like oh no that would have been so bad thank you jesus put that shit mm. in the vault and don't bring it back out don't bring that idea out mm. don't waste anybody's money if anybody makes a cure movie for real it's probably a money laundering project uh probably absolutely <laughs> the next question it's kind of an odd question but i Mainly made it because I was thinking I've been watching so many movies. I rewatched a lot of movies and I was supposed to be doing a, a thing where I watched some movies from like five or six years ago just to like get another sense of like, do I like this or do I still hate mm -hmm. it? Um, so it was movie you gave a second chance. Excuse me. Movie you. I cannot speak, Brittany. I'm dying. I'm, I'm dying. I'm literally dying. Um, movie you gave a second chance chance to Terrence says uh the fifth scream and said no not really 
So they did not okay. they did not like it more. <laughs> they hated it just as much, I guess, as they did before. Um, I can see that. <laughs> uh, the chocolate hippie, Lindsay, says atonement. Even with personal growth, I still want to body slam Ryanie. I don't believe mm. you. She's a nasty person. That's a great movie. That's a nasty little girl. <laughs> Shout out to Shersha. She dropped, she beat the allegations of being terrible, but my goodness. Mm. Oh, good Lord. That movie was crazy. Um, <laughs> Danielle says um, that she rarely rewatches movies because there's so much out there to see. Okay, I understand. Um, if she rewatches something and don't like it. Oh, sorry, if I watch something and don't like it, then I usually would rather erase it from my mind than give it a second chance. One movie I gave a second chance to and enjoyed more than I thought I would is definitely The Woman King. Uh, the Who Enslaved Who and Who Did Slavery the Worst discussions spurred by the film online might be unpleasant to say the least, but as a story of an African woman, excuse me, but as a story about African women warriors and everyone in the complex, including non-warriors, having a role or something to contribute, I dug it. Mm-hmm. you see the woman king no i didn't make it out to the theaters for that um i don't really like those kind of movies mm. so like, like historical slavery things yeah like i don't like those particular kind of action movies oh. like i kind of like i don't know why i'm thinking like a gladiator but like i don't know uh, how to describe what I'm historical of, historical fiction action romance yeah i didn't see it either i'm terrible i don't know i planned on seeing this movie and i don't remember what happened that i did not see this movie it probably went out of the theaters faster than i could go fucking see it so that's always helpful for me thank you so much film industry love it but if it comes on like hbo or probably not hbo now but like <laughs> stars <laughs> stars that hold me down Ooh, um, I stars it. is also kind of shit, but yeah. <laughs> oh my god, stars I mean, hold you down. I think stars did the same thing. They like renewed Dangerous Liaisons and then they canceled it. I don't. I was surprised that they renewed it, but mm. yeah, that's gonna be a thing now. I bet it's gonna be real shaky. I, that's why everybody keeps saying, "Oh, this new thing is coming to HBO Max." I'm like, "Sure, it is. Okay, mm. I'll wait till it's on the platform." Longer than a day. Mm. And we'll see about that. Um, so did you give a second chance to any movie this year? I gave a second chance to a couple of things. Okay. So I rewatched uh, The Green Knight. And okay. Like, I watched it last year. And I was like, okay, this is a fine film. Great <laughs> acting. Great visuals. I feel it. Um, and then I rewatched it again this year. And I was like, okay. Oh, this for real for real is good. Like it was a better watch the second time around because there are things that you might have missed on your first view and that you if you pay a little bit more attention to he's like, okay, you can have like a different interpretation of different events and see how they influence the story as it goes along. Yeah. Um and then another film that I rewatched and gave a second chance to and actually liked it more than I had previously and it also had a totally different meaning than when I watched it the first time and I had to look it up to see if I was like maybe reading too much into it okay um was drag me to hell so I hadn't seen drag me to hell since it was like 
<laughs> released. How old is and it was, I think it's from 2009 or 2010. It's been out for a minute. 2009. Um, and the first time I was watching, like, first time I watched it, it was like, okay, whatever. It's a fine horror movie. Um, but this time I watched it, I was like, oh, okay, this is a good film. But it also has other things going on in the film that I was like, oh, wait, is this happening here? Am I getting this message here? And then I had to go look it up. And it seems like it is a theory within like some scholarly interpretations of the film. So I was like, oh, okay, I see. So interesting. Scholarly. As a member of the horror community, how do you feel? <laughs> well, um, scholarly interpretations. It, yeah, I think it <laughs> conveys that meaning. I don't know anything about this. Horror, I'm, I'm just looking at it. So yeah. So it's a couple of different things that goes on in that film. Interesting. Oh, noted horror baddie, Dustin Long is in this. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it's about a banker named Allison who is trying to get a promotion at the bank and she denies a loan to a Romani woman and she gets cursed. Um, and she spends a film trying to break the curse and things curse. happen to her. Whether or not she's successful, you have to find out by watching the movie. And it's very Sam Raimi. It is a fun ride. It is gory. It is nasty. It has goo and guts everywhere. We um, need that. We need that back. So it's something to watch. It has a couple things you can watch for. So yeah, it, it was worth a rewatch. I also watched it when I saw Doctor Strange and I watched Army of Darkness. So oh yeah, gosh. it was like a rainy night. Yeah, people are really excited about that because he also did that Spider-Man 3 movie, which is terrible, but I guess it was also kind of gross. Yeah, he did all the Spider-Mans? All the OG Oh, Spider he did. Why did I think it was somebody else on the third one? That's right, he did. Interesting. I've never heard... Well, I've heard this movie, but I've never had any reason to really see this movie. Um, I just... I do like Justin Long. I was very surprised when I watched Barbarian because I didn't know anything about that and he just popped up being trash. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. damn, bitch, they found you again. <laughs> Where did they find you at? Because <laughs> if you... Um, he has a little mini career as a little horror baddie. Like, he, he has does. a couple movies that came out over the last couple years in horror. Beyond um, me, Tusk, which I don't recommend for anybody to watch. I recommend... No, I recognize him mainly from Jeepers Creepers 2. I wanted to. Oh, yeah. That shit. I mean, that's curse. Curse content. And all them people are going to need to be tried at the Hague very much. So, but um, I used to watch that a lot, like in the summer on USA. Stories welcome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> used to watch that quite often. I don't know what it was. I think my friend got me watching it and I was like, okay. Also, he was in Dodgeball, but that's not horror. But you know, sometimes it's nice to see a familiar face from your youth <laughs> in these mm. movies, even though he was terrible in Barbarian. Oh, my fucking God. Um, so I kind of gave second chances to two movies this year. Um, one was Under the Silver Lake. Still hate it. I hate conspiracy ah! theories. 
I hate conspiracy, conspiracy theories so much. I hate conspiracy theorists. My, you know, the longer I'm online, the more I hate it because it just seems like you could mm. not make a big deal out of something that is not a big deal, even though, like, you know, it ends up being a thing. But I'm also not like a, a, a mystery and a clues person. Like, if I can't figure out something, I'm not, I'm not. Mm. So I don't like stuff like that. I'm just like, can you hurry up? Like, I don't want you to tell me the whole story. But I want you to hurry the fuck up. And that movie is not short. <laughs> and it feels so long. Like, it feels so unbearably long. And I was just like, I just don't like this. I don't like this. And I tried. And then I also rewatched Call Me By Your Name. I don't really know what made me rewatch it. Maybe I was preparing for Bones and All. And I was just like, let me see, Luca. And at first, when I first watched that movie, I was like, yes, I know all the shit and, you know, all the whatever, all the stuff. I know all that stuff. Terrible, whatever, Army Hammer be eating people, whatever. But I wanted to rewatch it because I was just like, why did I not, like, maybe I need to rewatch this on, like, a bigger screen or something because I rewatched it on, I would first watch it on some terrible ass, <laughs> like, Russian site that, like, almost fucked up my computer. <laughs> it was, like, out of theaters or something. So I was like, let me just hurry up because I think I'm not gonna be able to watch this anymore. So I just watched it on a whim one day and I was just like, I'm not really, I'm not really feeling most of this. Like this is very slow and boring. And it is still very slow and boring, but I have context now for why it is so slow and boring because it is a Merchant Ivory film. And that makes all the difference. Because if you know anything about Merchant Ivory films, it's like stuff like Real with a View and Maurice. And it's like very upper-class people who like to talk about like scholarly pursuits and like live these lives of leisure, but there's like something going on. I was like, okay, now I'm understanding because this movie was taking so long and yes, Italy is very pretty and, and blah, 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 but holy God. <laughs> so I still really like it, but I rewatched it. I was like, I mean, this is fine for what it is. I'm still not into this, but congratulations mm. to everybody, um, you know. I, I hate to just like write it off and just like, I don't know if I, like, what is it? Like, what am I missing? <laughs> I don't think I hated it, but I was just like, this is not, this is kind of mid. And I wasn't sure why it was so mid. And now that I know, it's like, now I have the Merchant Ivory context, you know, because I don't even think, mm -hmm. I have a feeling that site cut off the opening credits <laughs> to, <laughs> to the movie. Cause I, it was like big, like this is a Steven, who was it? Is it Steven Merchant? I can't remember. Um, I forget like who is the merchant who was the ivory but um girl i was like oh now i'm understanding i'm so sorry james ivory is the one i believe ismail urchin ismail merchant uh passed away like a few years ago um mm. so this makes more sense <laughs> for me i was like oh in the grand scheme of things like i totally get why it's like this like it's pretty mm. but i'm like oh okay i'm not really not really feeling it, bruh. <laughs> um, so next one is favorite repeat watch. A good movie that you watched over and over. And mm. the Chocolate Hippie says The Holiday. <laughs> um, Forever and Always, That Jude Law Eyelash Kiss. Lots of S's. <laughs> Exclamation points and question marks. I agree. I just rewatched it again. I watch it every year and I was just like, damn, you were really at the height of your power. That was the last time before things went south. Dude <laughs> mm. was at the height of his powers and he was like, let's get some brandy. And I was like, I'm so loving this right now. They're supposed to make a sequel. I don't know about that. I feel like that's evil. 
I'm not really down for any of that. Um, <laughs> but that movie, that movie was great. And um, Terrence says the Batman. Arius mm. says nope. Shout out to you for watching it more than once. Um, Danielle says there are quite a few scenes and good luck to you, Leo Grand and Fire Island that are replayed over and over. Oh my God, Danielle, I'm like turning over here. Uh, not just because there's a lot of sex, sexual attention in both movies, but because both discover, excuse me, both discuss feeling undesirable in ways I wasn't expecting to resonate with me as strongly as they did. Also, I know it's not an officially a movie, but I replayed uh, tons of scenes when watching Intergalactic because of how stunning, in all caps, the animation and color schemes are. I think Intergalactic is the one with Kid Cudi, mm-hmm. the Netflix one, where Timothy Chalamet is a light-skinned person. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Kid Cudi is on my shit list right now. <laughs> But <laughs> mm. as long as I loved him, uh, he's on my shit list right now. Sorry, Cuddy. But the animation does look really cool. Isn't it by the same people who did the Spider-Man movie? Uh, I think so. Yeah, it looks like really like painterly. It's very nice. It's the I think it's is this oh just a TV special? This is one episode. I thought this was multiple episodes. Oh, it's like a ninety-two minute special. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it's like Kid Cudi, Jessica Williams, Timothy Chalamet, um, Vanessa Hudgens, Christopher Abbott, Jane Smith, Keith David, Deanna <laughs> mm. Taylor, Macaulay Culkin, Luis Guzman. I feel like you. Re- I, I recognize some names that you would tune in for. Mm. I might have to watch this. I think it was the guy who also produced How to Make It in America, which is a show on HBO. And um, now the Kenya Bears, that makes me nervous, but <laughs> I liked How to Make It in America. So maybe I'll give this a try. I'll just have to ignore, when I'm ignoring Kid Cudi in this We Are Who We Are movie <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'm ignoring everything about oh. him, which is a lot to ignore. <laughs> He's a big part of the show. Um, so what movie uh, did you repeat watch? Um, so I just went back to Chunking Express. I watched that again this year. <laughs> I'm down like bad, aren't we? I watch it every six months. Um, so I watched Down Bad today, are we? I watched it again. You know, <laughs> classic. Mm-hmm. You know, breaking and entering. Yes. Kidnapping. A little bit of everything for everybody. Yeah. That was the only one. Hmm. That was your one? Yeah. Like, I've Honestly, How many times? I only twice this year. Um, but <laughs> this year, I've had a hard time going back to watch movies oh. this year, like doing repeats. Like I've tried to watch Nope again, and that was a nope. I also really? tried to rewatch Scream again, and I couldn't do that. Like which I, Scream? The I was going to reassess Scream Five, and okay. I couldn't because I just walked out of the room. Um, <laughs> what the hell is that? And it's like, I just don't have the attention span to do it because I feel like I could be watching something new. Oh, that's the um, opposite of me. I feel like I didn't have the span to watch anything new and I can only stomach things I'd already seen. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, if I get disappointed one more time, I'm going to throw my TV out the window. Yeah. But I was able to find like some new films that I have never watched before. Like The Swimmer, um, I think like 1968 with Bert. Was it Bert Lancaster? I think that's who it is. But it's a really 
interesting movie about this man who goes to his neighborhood and decides that he's going to swim, quote unquote, his way home through the pools in the, like the backyard pools of his neighbors. And so he just like stops by everybody's house, dabs yeah. people up, swims through their pools, hits on people. And it's just like Sir? an afternoon of that. And some stuff happens. Interesting. I've never actually heard of this, but I think it is on... Tobias. It's on Tubi. Wow. It is also, I believe it's on Hulu. I might be, you know, sometimes you think something's on Hulu and then it'll be like, actually, you need like live TV for this. And I don't like that kind of switcheroo and devious behavior. So <laughs> I have not seen this, but I will have to give it a look-see. Um, my two favorites were the same as Danielle's. I rewatched Fire Island a lot and I rewatched Good Luck to You, Rio Grande a lot. Now, I learned something new about myself this year that was uh, just heartbreaking and disgusting. But I love enemies to lovers. <laughs> mm. And I love anything that relates to Pride and Prejudice. I have understood this about myself. I'm still reeling from this shocking revelation um, because there was several things that came out this year that had like a Pride and Prejudice uh, angle to them. And I was like, oh, I, I'm seeing why this is a problem. <laughs> I see why this is stuck on my brain all i should not be stuck this should not be stuck anywhere on my brain but i i, I am still replaying scenes in my head and uh fire island is pretty much a modern day adaptation of pride and prejudice which i mm -hmm. did not realize until i googled the star of the movie because i had never seen him before <laughs> i was like who is this person like i've never seen this person joel kim booster never i i'm not with the comedy thing <laughs> at mm -hmm. all so i don't know i don't know who's coming up in, on the scene so and i don't really know bo and yang beyond like clips of him on snl that i've never watched because i don't want to subject myself to snl i don't have to do that anymore i'm grown so i uh had no idea but i was watching it and i was like is this grumpy person named Will? Is is this short for Fitzwilliam Darcy? Is that what I'm? Is that what's happening? I'm and his golden retriever friend named Charlie. Is that who? Ah, Forty from <laughs> from you on Netflix. Uh, God bless. Oh God, oh God bless Forty. But uh, James Scully or James Scully, sorry, is adorable in this movie, and I thought it was like a well-told like very interesting adaptation especially for like like i've been with my friends we've gone to like gay clubs and stuff and it's a little bit wild out there <laughs> you definitely see the men who are like not like like the other boys don't want them at all and they don't make no type of show pretending like they want them anything they'll be leaving them out in the dust i'm like damn this is this is rough but this talks about similar things like class like you know they have the upper class gays and the lower class ones where they be stealing stuff from the local market and, <laughs> and things like that and you know it gets a little bit off the rails when we get to um the character of dex or whoever and how that's supposed to be i forget his name from pride and prejudice but the hugh grant one from richard jones <laughs> that's the same all the same person so um I liked it a lot. I rewatched it a lot. I thought it was very funny and just kind of like unexpected. It was very unexpected. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Billy Eichner saw Fire Island 
getting the love that it got, it was like, what the hell? <laughs> but <laughs> like, it might have been. <laughs> what it might have been a sore spot for him because yeah. he felt a way. He did feel a way. Conrad Rickamora is very built. I don't, was he like that on How to Get Away with Murder? I don't, I don't know. know. We don't know what, that was Oliver. We don't know what Oliver was up to. Oliver and uh, what's his name? The one kid that was always Connor. Connor was fucking people in the bathroom. That show was heinous. <laughs> Absolutely heinous. It was classic television. Was it? Classic television. That's why it was to me. Did you finish that series? No, no I did not. But <laughs> <laughs> why is your penis on the dick? <laughs> hey, whoever wrote that line, I hope they gave you an Emmy. I hope they just hand delivered it to you. <laughs> wow. The ripples it's made. And also I liked Good Luck to You, Leo Grand. That is um the movie with who am I thinking of? Why can I I'm having problems? I'm mixing Emma up Thompson? My, yes, I'm mixing up my English dames. <laughs> Emma Thompson and the light skin man. His name is Daryl McCormack, I believe. Um, where an older woman, a recently widowed woman, uh, hires a sex worker and there's actually not that much sex in it. Like there's like leads up to, and you get to the finale and it's like, but like on the sh- like as the movie progresses, like there's not that much, I think, but like as much as the trailer would have you suggest. However, I like the movie because I feel like the conversation around sex positivity has gone off the rails because I think it was originally supposed to be like, hey, these things that you feel ashamed of, like they're not something that you should feel, or it's not a negative thing to like want certain things or whatever. But like now it's turned to like, you should have sex outside in front of people. (laughs) I'm just like, no, (laughs) slow down. And I feel like it goes into some really interesting conversations because the basic premise is that she was married for like 30 years to this man and they just had like the most drive, the most sex. She wouldn't even, like her husband didn't even want her to give him a blowjob. Like he said, that'd be degrading. He didn't give her head because he said it'd be degrading. I was just like, 30 years? (laughs) You didn't divorce him? You didn't divorce? I was like, you feel bad for this lady. And then as the conversation progressed, you realize she has some really, really negative aspect, like negative attitudes towards like sexuality in general. Because she was a teacher and she ends up like telling her, like telling Leo about how she like lectured her students about how short their skirts were because the male staff members wouldn't be able to like keep their hands off of them. And she was like, like Leo's like, did you consider telling the male staff members that this is like the girls are not there for their ogling <laughs> and stuff? And you, her face is kind of like, oh, I actually never considered Consider. that. And I was like, so you putting these girls in harm's way and blaming them? <laughs> like, where's your problem, lady? And she goes off the rails a lot. Like I had to pause it like the first time I watched it because I was like, oh what are you doing don't do that what are you saying (laughs) my goodness i was really i was really concerned (laughs) i was like please but i feel like there's a lot of people out there who think exactly like she does and don't realize that and don't have any reason to confront that ever even with like their own children and stuff and the stuff she says about her children my goodness (laughs) Mm. 
she don't like them children. <laughs> nah. At all. I think at one point she's like, if I could have chose, I would not have had any children, which is fine. Like, I guess, like, if you don't want to have children, like, if you come to that realization kind of late, you know, that happens. But it just seemed very nasty and mean-spirited sometimes. I was like, this poor woman has a lot of unlearning to do. She hateful. She was blessed. She learned. She, she learned. did. She learned, and she got dicked down. Amen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I rewatched it, and I also liked Daryl McCormick. I haven't really seen him in the last stuff, but he was in that last terrible season of Peaky Blinders. Um, he was in Peaky Blinders. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a good try. <laughs> Much better than last week. It was. I was uh, that. It didn't go too Australian this time. Yeah. Australian cattle rancher. <laughs> it was getting to a point. I was worried about you. <laughs> um, okay. So our last question, and I'm going to turn it over to the studio audience, is movies and other projects you're looking forward to in 2023. Now, I have lost some windows. I don't know what happened. <laughs> So I'm going to go to IG. Um, some people, actually there are a few interesting responses because I don't know some of these movies. So the kid of Cosmos said Blue Beetle. Okay, I feel it, I feel you. Is that I another- Jaime Reyes, Jaime Reyes. Is yep. that another, um, what is that? That is a DC Comics property. So Help it's about Blue, uh, Blue Beetle, it's Jaime Reyes. I think it's Jaime Reyes. And he's going to be played by one of those little um, karate kids. He's a little karate kid. Um, oh, he's adorable. Mm-hmm, little oh, karate kid. I think his name is Zolo Murray Dunya. That's probably uh-huh. the best pronunciation. He was on Cobra Kai. Yes. And if you have absolutely nothing to do and want to see some grown men embarrass themselves over a decades-long karate rivalry, check out Cobra Kai. I should repeat this. It is this. entertaining. I should repeat this. It's Zolo Mariduena. Thank you. That's a bit more, better than whatever the hell I just said earlier. Uh, I've heard about Cobra Kai. It seems very intense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, you got adults fighting kids, adults fighting each other. They're fighting at fighting school. Yeah. Yeah, it get chaotic. <laughs> I think I've seen Trixie and Katja do a review of it, and they were mm-hmm. pretty obsessed with it. Trixie, especially, yes. I think Katja was like, "This reminds me of my dad teaching me karate." <laughs> yeah, the biggest point about it is that Daniel and Oh Boy are big time losers. Like they're fucking losers. This is that Cobra so, Kai. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, check it out. Okay. Um, is that show still on Netflix? Yeah, I think so. Wasn't it on YouTube before and then it went on Netflix? It was. Then it got snapped up. Interesting. Well, honor that show, fucking Netflix. (laughs) Um, The Kid of Cos... I'm sorry. The Kid of the Cosmos also is looking forward to Across the Spider-Verse. Now, when I read this initially, I thought it said Across the Universe, and I was like, what? (laughs) I was very confused. (laughs) I was like, oh, shit, it's in 2010 again. But no, the second um, Spider-Verse movie is coming out. Yeah. I think the trailer just dropped. I didn't watch it, as usual. But people seem very excited for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Terrence also says Spider-Verse. Uh, 
let me see. I need to go to my handy dandy <laughs> Twitter and see, because I feel like there's a lot of movies that I feel like people are mentioning that I just don't know about. And I'm like, oh, maybe Plop Plop City. Um, so Bleaky says that they're looking forward to Creed 3 and the Barbie movie. Which that trailer just dropped. And unfortunately for me, I giggled <laughs> during the Barbie trailer. <laughs> Wasn't expecting to at all. Um, it might be a hit. It might be a flop, but it will be pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Chocolate Hippie says the last installment of the pair. She means Pearl. <laughs> the last installment of the Pearl Horror Trilogy, which is supposed to be Maxine with triple X's. X, X, X. And so it's not going to be old Biddy. It's going to be young Biddy. 80s. 80s. Uh... Maxi. Oh wait, it might be about uh homegirl from the back. I'm thinking about Miss Pearl. Miss Pearl gone. Um, <laughs> she girl. Miss Pearl is out of here. Not that. Uh, <laughs> baby girl from X. Yeah. Um, which one? Maxine is Mia Goth. Yeah. Right? Yeah. She had me cracking up when she looked in the mirror and said, "I'm a sick symbol." <laughs> I'm a six. You better make that sudden accent try to pop, girl. <laughs> you know, it can be hard. Now that I know that she's a young Victorian child from London, I... Oh, like, if she popped up in a room, like, <laughs> ghostly and starts speaking like that, dude? Uh, they need to I... do the others with her. Oh, my God. I did not know that about her until I saw that video, and I was just like, I've seen more than... Like, I've seen a couple of movies with her and I just never noticed it I never realized it I don't know if she had that accent I don't know where I was was I present in the moment but I completely missed out on all of that and I was very shocked (laughs) I had no idea Danielle says that she's looking forward to Elemental Cross the (laughs) Spider-Verse Little Mermaid. Can't wait to subject Brittany to that one. Um, she says she also hasn't kept up with much of anything besides those few projects. Hopefully, we'll all encounter a lot of pleasant surprises movie-wise. And, of course, I'm looking forward to Abbott Elementary continuing in January. Um, she also wishes us great luck on our year review episode. And thank you for all the hard work. I'm looking forward to catching up on your catalog. May BGFC continue to prosper and be silly in 2013. God, 2013. Yeah. 2023. Oh, it's been the longest year. Thank you so much, Danielle. That's very nice and very sweet. And I can't wait to listen to more episodes of Young, Gifted, and Abroad. I believe she is bringing it back in the new year after it was, uh, she had, what, her 100th episode? She's like, I need to take a break. <laughs> I don't blame you, girl. I don't blame you. Uh, 100 episodes is great, especially as an independently produced podcast. Shout out to you. Very proud. And thank you for gassing us up. Yes. Thank you for listening. (laughs) We have to have you back on, too. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to come back on, please let us know. Shout out to the movie. Hit us up. I'll hit you up, actually. Um, And we'll have uh, another guest episode. So... Which movies or projects are you looking forward to, Brittany? Tell us. Um, <clears throat> so, <laughs> I 
being a Barbie girl living in a Barbie world, <laughs> I am surprisingly looking forward to the Barbie movie. I'm surprised too. Um, that trailer dropped and they had that uh, 2001 scene. I was like, okay, you got oh. me. And then seeing like little clips of like what Barbie's world looks like, you got me. Also seeing the costuming from the pictures we probably should not have seen too many more of. Oh you got God. Me. Um, because the costumes look great and they look accurate to what Barbie has. So this Mattel Choco Bot hour is gonna be awesome. Choco so, Bot, what is that? You like it's a little Simpsons joke where oh. it's just a movie that is designed to sell toys. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. I'm sorry I'm not with it. I feel so old right now. Like <laughs> Yeah, like it's going to be I feel like it's gonna be cute. And that's all I can ask for. It's cute. It do got some stuff in it that I'm not a fan of, but that ain't my business. I mean, everybody's already beating up on <laughs> what's his face, so I don't know. I mean, somebody said, Hey, can you do what they did in um what was that movie when they they put in Christopher Plummer instead of whoever else was in the movie and they like digitally added him? They were like, Can you Ooh. just do that with Manny Jacinto? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Which, I mean, that's nasty. You just can't replace one Asian man for another. But that's still, like, can we please? <laughs> yeah, like, that. he's just so ugly. And I don't mean, like, aesthetically. I mean, like, he's an ugly man from his personality to his opinions to his attitude. He is ugly. We won't Ew. name who we're talking about because I'm sure you all know and I don't want to cause any more grief on this show. Yeah, like, he's just... But, yeah. yeah. And I'm also looking forward to... Bo is afraid. Um, have no real idea what it's about, but I want to see what kind of quote unquote surrealist comedy uh, Ari Aster is going to bring to us with this. Why do I think this is Phoenix? Oh, okay. I keep forgetting this movie is happening because it was supposed to be called Disappointment Boulevard. Uh huh. And they keep doing this Bo is Afraid. I'm like, who the fuck is that? So that's why I keep having problems. Because <laughs> I'm not, it's not computing up here. Um, and this poster upsets me. Yeah. So I'm like wondering if it's going to have the same vibe as like some of his short films, like The Turtle's Head, which I wish I had watched. I haven't seen that one. I'm going to find it. I watch oh, the other ones. I watch yeah, the other ones. I'm in the know. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just wondering. Um, and then my last movie being I Am Who I Am, I'm very looking forward to Cocaine Bear. I need to see this bear. I need to see it on cocaine. Like, okay, okay, okay. Cocaine Bear. We usually don't discuss pairings on this, on the recording, but I want to ask you, if you want to watch Cocaine Bear, would you be willing to watch the Pooh movie? Like, Winnie the Pooh? Yes. Or the, the horror Winnie the Pooh? Yes. Like regular style, what do you think? No, no, he is. I don't he's, watch the horror. He's in the so public domain. Fine. It's probably gonna be on Tubi. <laughs> if it's not a Tubi original already. <laughs> probably- I mean, I watched Winnie the Pooh the slasher, whatever. Yeah, everybody else keeps. Everybody's like, I don't want to see that. I'm like, how could you not want to see that? I mean, it looks horrifying. It looks terrible, but sure. Why not? <laughs> Cocaine Bear looks horrible. And there's great actors in that movie. Can you believe mm-hmm. that shit? Half the cast of the Americans is in that movie. And they're fantastic. Based on a true story. Bless me. And who's directing it? Is it Elizabeth Banks, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's pitch hard perfect. <laughs> I've never seen that. Perfect. I've never seen that, so we don't have those problems over here. <laughs> 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 Whew, yikes. Okay, so is that, is that your last one? Mm-hmm. I have a lot of questions about this Ari Aster movie. Mm-hmm. It's this poster. It's this poster. It's upsetting. It looks like a sim. It's like an AI thing, almost. Like, did you take mm-hmm. a picture of young Joaquin and use mm-hmm. this? I'm worried. It could be good, could be horrible. I don't know. For 2023, not necessarily looking forward to anything specifically. I do want to get back to my movie list, my watch list, and just kind of get back to the things that I like watching. But it's not to say that anything that we've been watching on this show has been like so horrible that I'm just like, oh. But this was a very bad year for movies for me in a way that I was not expecting. And it seems so trivial and stupid because they're just movies. But like, this is something that I look forward to for inspiration. Like I feel like watching movies has been a part of my creative process in the past. I get a lot of inspiration and visual whatever from movie watching. And to just, every time I turn on a movie, and it was so bad that I just wanted to cry. <laughs> and that had been my whole year. And I just was so over it that I just almost did not want to watch movies anymore, which is very dramatic. Like, I, I know this is very dramatic. But it just seemed so awful. And I just don't want to feel like that anymore. I don't want to sit down and be like, God, fuck this. <laughs> every time I watch a movie, but that's literally how I felt every single time I watched a movie this year, almost every single time. Like, there was very hmm. few movies where I was just like, yes, this is giving me everything I want. I'm just a little ghost. <laughs> yes, this is giving me everything I want. Yes, this is perfect. And, you know, you know, where a movie will stick with you and you think about it and then, like, kind of, like, you start, like, your brain starts, like, the synapses start synapsing. That was not happening for me at all. And I feel like maybe it was just like me trying to force it, like trying to watch things that like, you know, other people are watching. Because I sometimes I feel like the podcast is so removed from like film, like film Twitter and like just general stuff because we just do stuff that we like. Like we don't usually do a lot of new releases and stuff. So I was like, well, maybe let me keep that. And then I was like, no, this is horrible. <laughs> this is horrible and I hate it. And also just the discussions about movies have been so terrible because like we've been doing this for five years, like September of what, 2017. I messaged Brittany and I was like, hey, I hate everything that everybody's talking about in movies. And Brittany, you want to make a podcast. So why don't we sync up Wonder Twins Activate and like, let's do a podcast. I don't know shit about making a podcast. You know, you know some stuff about making a podcast. <laughs> we had no idea what we were doing, but we did it. And in the five years since, I was just kind of like, the discussions about movies drain me so much so that it's kind of like, I don't want to even watch one. And it's bad. Mm. 
I don't want that to happen because like if it happens too much, then I don't know what's going to happen <laughs> later on down the line. And that's not something like, I don't want to have to turn to books. <laughs> I love reading, but like, come on. <laughs> like, I want this to be how it used to be where it, mm-hmm. watching movies was something that I did out of a curiosity and, and helped me learn about other places I had never been before and other people I'd never talked to and just like had a, different worldview entirely and I don't know I just it's a lot of like combinations a lot of factors a lot of Netflix a lot of streaming issues that I overall because half the time I don't even know when a movie has come out because it's here and it's gone and it seems like it's on purpose and I don't know what's going to happen with all that but it just distresses me and then the movies I do have access to are fucking terrible <laughs> I just was like, wow, is this kind of how it's going to be all the time? Like, it's very hard to talk about movies when you're hating movies. Mm. But it also yeah. seems stupid to hate movies because it's like, it's just a movie. Like, you're supposed to have fun. <laughs> but when I watch it, I'm just like, that did nothing for me at all. I just, it's a, it's very stressful. And it's a lot of, I don't know, it's like demoralizing a bit. <laughs> Like, the stuff we talk about on the podcast is one thing, but I'm just kind of like, damn, bro, like, this is this is not fun. <laughs> and I don't want it to be like that. I want it to have fun. I have a very long movie list. I got, like, 80 movies on that list, and I was looking at them, and I was like, I haven't made any attempts to make any dents into this. And maybe that's why I'm having such a problem. Um, and so my the thing I'm looking forward to the most is just, like, getting through some of these movies. I started a little bit ago. Uh, Brittany and Davlin got to see me live tweet uh, Castaway (laughs) oh yeah that was on my list for like 10 years like it's a I mean it's a dumb movie but it's an old movie which I pretty much know the entire premise of but like something like that where I'm just kind of like I just want to watch stuff that I was interested in for a reason and I want to see why I was interested in them that's mainly it I just would like to have like that spark, the spark in our marriage again. <laughs> I, I want that. I just don't, I don't, I, I don't know. It's very hard to explain. Like I was trying to figure it out. I look like a ghost on here. Okay. <laughs> I'm, in the dark. I'm in the dark right now and I look like I was floating. But yeah, I just, um, I don't know. It's, it's, it was a rough one this year. That was a rough one. It's all, it's a rough one every year, but at least, and the in the years prior, I had movies to like you know offset how shit everything was. But now <laughs> I'm like, oh, so the movie industry is shit, and the movies are shit. I don't know if I can do both. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if I can put up with both. I'm supposed to care about Avatar, The Way of the Water, Saving Cinema, and I'm just like, this is so fucking dire. <laughs> everything is so dire i just need to go into the archive and pick out something and just enjoy it i just want to enjoy mm-hmm. stuff again so yeah yeah getting back to me yeah that's why i've been like seeing what's on tv <laughs> like oh what's has got on here and that's how i've like, been stumbling across new things or like going back to the archives like oh i'm gonna watch this film from the 40s the 50s the 60s my beloved 70s and seeing what kind of spice and flavor they had then that we obviously don't have now um because yeah everything a little little 
bland. Yeah, and I feel like I have too much access to other people's like thoughts about things, where I'm just kind of like, damn, like <laughs> every new movie is the new movie that you shouldn't see, and if you do watch it, you're a bad person, and all this other stuff. And just like I just like, how is it that five years in the conversations are still so awful <laughs> around movies? I just don't. I just I don't know. I had more hope when we first started this that we'd have some sort of like dialogue and it feels like I'm still in the void a little bit and I just I actually want to stay in the void and I want everybody to leave me alone <laughs> that's how I'm feeling right now it's like I need everybody to be quiet just be quiet don't tell me nothing I don't want to hear about what you think about this movie I want to hear about me which is ironic because we just ask people about you know their end of the year stuff but it's a little different it's kind of like damn this is this is really draining every every day it's something and I'm just not it's not making me happy. Like discussing movies is kind of like, God damn, like shut up. <laughs> With Brittany, it's not like that, but I just want, you know, just the general like logging on. I'm just like, oh, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe in the new year we'll offer something more. I hope so. I just want a movie discussion. to like, I just want a movie to kill me. <laughs> That's what I keep thinking. I'm just like, I wanted to like grab me by the face and shake me and be like, this is the thing, you know? Like, oh, it's not happening. It hasn't happened in so long. I can't remember the last time a movie I was like, damn, this is good. <laughs> and that's why I rewatched so many movies. I pulled out City of God. I haven't rewatched that movie in like years. And I was like, shit, this is still good. Where is all mm. this? Like, where are we going to get this? In, that's a movie's 20 years old that's a 20 year old yeah. yes that's a problem that's a problem <laughs> i just want something really good and fresh and i know there's movies out there i say this all the time and it's not just like america like there's stuff in other countries and all kinds of stuff but i just don't have it it just hadn't fallen into my lap yet and now I'm, i watch so many shit movies this year i'm like i don't know if i want to try again <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, bruh. So yeah, on that sad, depressing note. <laughs> in 2023, I'm getting back to me. Okay. Yeah. Getting my groove back. Whatever that means. Okay, Stella. <laughs> I hope I hope it's it's I mean, this is not about the podcast. This is literally just like me watching stuff and be like, oh no. Not into this. Everybody's looking at me like, oh, you poor, you poor creature. <laughs> you'll find, you'll find that spice and spark again. <laughs> I know most of it came from TV. Yeah, watch a lot of TV. TV was good this year. Yeah, please AMC, do not do anything to my vampire children. Let me have one more season, please. Thank you. <laughs> Just one more mm. season, thank you. I need to know what happens to Claudia. You need to have his, Just... I know what happens to Claudia. I need to know what happens with my mom. <laughs> Yeah, he's going to bend Daniel Malloy in half, hold <laughs> mm. him up like a pretzel. Can't wait to Wasn't see it. Expecting all that. Nope, he wants that old ass man. <laughs> they all want that old ass man. Lovely, mm. can't wait. Um, yeah, so I mean, not to be depressing, but just like if you've been also having feelings about the film industry, don't worry. I have too, and hopefully we all feel a lot better 
in the coming year or at least find the things that we liked again. I think that sums up 2022 overall. Yep. That's where we are. Yep. At the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, We don't know what we're doing in January, do we? Not quite. I think we'll be back in February if if we plan it the way we want to. Um, mm-hmm. We have some things for our five-year <laughs> Annie that we hope will be, I mean, fun. At least episodes will be fun. I don't know about any special things or whatnot. And, um, I mean, Twitter is still around still. I don't know for how long. <laughs> yeah. A new, new poll just dropped from our, our hair-plugged overlord <laughs> And I don't know what's going on. So um, you can still find us there for right now. We're at yeah. uh, BLK Girl Film Club. Now, can we tweet links? I don't know if we're allowed to tweet links anymore. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> but um, we're there. We're on Instagram at Black Girl Film Club. Um, you can email us at blackgirlfilmclub at gmail.com. Um, you can also hit us up soon. At BlackGirlFilmClub.com, we are revamping for the new year. New year, new us. Yes. (laughs) That means we'll be on Tumblr at BlackGirlFilmClub.tumblr.com, which I don't know what's going to happen with with that. (laughs) And you can always hit us up, send us questions, send us uh, things. We'll read them on the show. Uh, You can donate to our coffee. It's ko-fi.com slash Black Girl Film Club. Uh, slide us a couple dollars if you like what we're doing. Thank you so much for the people who've donated so far. Um, we've read your messages and they were adorable. I'm so sorry that we not read them on the air. Uh, I didn't realize we were getting messages along with the donations. So some of them are very cute. Some of them are very personal too. I like them. Um, so thank you so much for that. And do you have anything else, Brittany? No, just as always, thank you guys for supporting and listening to us uh, throughout this year and all previous years. We really appreciate that. Um, we we value you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening as we scream into the void. Um, and I guess that's really all I can say. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for sticking with us. Yeah. And here's to 2023. I will toast my cider. This is probably why I could not say words today. I was having so much trouble. <laughs> yeah, I have water in it. Shout out to be shout out to being hydrated as I'm over here slowly dying in this hot ass room. <laughs> in the dark. Pretty just sees a floating head. <laughs> oh, what a great one. Well, yeah, cheers. Be safe on New Year's. Uh, watch lots of movies and mm-hmm. have a good one everybody yeah bye guys see you in 2023 bye <laughs> <laughs>